to just stay alive. It's mm. therapeutic. It's the way that they, the only way they know how to live is to just make music and get what's inside out. Yeah. Like they have to do right. it. And then they get a fucking record label. This is like the cookie cutter sort of story. Then they get a record label, they start getting looks. And people come to them and they're like, hey, listen, we love your heart and your soul and your mind and all that sort of shit, but like, you gotta get some ass and shake out here. Yeah. Do you ever feel like, like we could be living differently? She likes me more because you're weird. Right. Simple. Simple. Welcome to the Any Last Words Pod. Uh, my name is Earl Lonnie Hooks. Special thanks to everybody joining us on SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple, as well as YouTube, the God and me. On is the God in each and every one of you today. <laughs> we have a very strong man. <laughs> a very cool guy. And actually, this is great because there's there's a, uh, an a million amazing things that are gonna happen during this episode that you have no idea about. All right, let me set the let me set the tone. Mo, <laughs> this is the first time I've had to say it aloud. So get me right. Your last name, <laughs> Dasugi. Dasugi. Yeah. I would have said soggy. Soggy. I get. I've gotten soggy. I get. I, I get the craziest stuff, but the Sugi is Mo Dasugi. That's how it goes, yeah. Homie of how many years? I feel like how long have we known each other? Um, I think we met in two thousand. Yeah, I'm pretty sure we met in two thousand nine. Two thousand nine. Yeah. All right. I do everything with intention. I bring people here on this podcast with intention. I say everything with intention. Mm-hmm. You're here for a reason, <laughs> for a few reasons. Okay. Um. <laughs> One of them being maybe a year or so ago, whenever we went to Foga de Chow okay. for, RJ's, for RJ's birthday, RJ's thing, the mm-hmm. little steakhouse. It was yeah. awesome. Great yeah. time. You said at one point you entertained, you entertained coming on the podcast and then you were like, yeah, like I think Keon said, what do you have to talk about? Like, what do you want to talk about? And to which you replied, and I remember to this day, because <laughs> it was mad unspecific. <laughs> <laughs> she, she was just like I'm trying to remember right now. She was like, I got a plethora of things to talk about. <laughs> but see, and right. I was and I was stuck between two different conversations because you had Austin and Mikey over here talking to me about how little man in Manassas was running around acting a fool on Instagram. Yeah, yeah. Trying to get clout right. and how that was the right way to go about doing it. And so I had I, I had that. my own argument I was a part of. Yeah. And then I'm looking over here to the left and I like hear that. And you just like, I got a plethora of things to talk about. <laughs> so I gave you attention for a second, but then no one urged you to specify what the fuck you were talking about or any like anything. They were just like, oh, okay. See. So so then I just I continued on with the other conversation I yeah. was a part of. Yeah. See, at, at that time, I was actually in pod mode, as mm. you can say. Because I, I, at Why? one point... Cause I wanted to, I wanted to start my own podcast at one point. Ah, what would you? Oh, this is a better. See, I'm remixing it again. What would your podcast be surround be about? What, like the center of it? I think I like what you guys do. Okay, so it would, it, I would, I would have had some of that. Um, Just story, and then, yeah, stories. stories. But at the same time, I think for me, because I, so I listen to a lot of podcasts on a daily basis. Okay, like I start my morning off that way. Even if I'm in the gym, okay, I'm listening to podcasts. Okay. Um, and I have podcasts literally titled stuff you should know about the most random things. Okay. Um, that you should, you don't think about on a daily basis. Okay. Um, there's financial podcasts I listen to stuff going on in the world, 
So I would probably just have like a little segment there of just random caveats that I would throw in. And okay. I would I would honestly try to stay away from sports be, just because I feel like that's kind of polluted. Mm. That market is very. Everyone's. Everyone does sports. Every, every, well, yeah, but a lot of people do a lot of things. The, the, the real point is that people suck. But this is the thing. Mm-hmm. Someone was asking me the other day, what makes a good podcaster? Because you put two microphones here, we got a mixer, laptop, some lights, whatever. Like you said, the IG lights. The IG lights. And then, <laughs> but people just assume that it's talking. So if you have someone that's good at that, it just comes off as yeah, easy. But that's how it should be. Right. Yeah, you're right. Like it should be. Um, and now, again, there are a million different types of podcasts, so there are a million different types of ways you can do it. Some podcasts require a lot more research mm-hmm. than others, Absolutely. and it comes off as a little bit more journalistic than yeah. other things. Some people are just out trying to have a good time and shoot the shit. Yeah. Some people are trying to have a mixture of both. But if you're not funny, you're not funny. Yeah. So you can't go the comedic route if you're not funny or no one on there is funny. Then you have the one-person podcast where people just try to rant or do whatever. Yeah. You have the two, which is conversational, so mm. people have to be engaged. Right. Then when you get to three and four, they come with their own pros and cons. I don't think I don't know if podcasters really think about this sort of stuff, but I'm gonna just drop some gems. Mm-hmm. If you have three, four, five people on a podcast, most people, especially funny, because we were just talking about nigga time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> amongst blacks, especially. Let's go to 1036 one day and just have all the boys in there. People talk over one another. Right. All the and time. you don't really realize what that sounds like to third parties. Yeah. It's not good. Yeah. But people aren't really listening. You're kind of listening to certain things. Yeah. You're cutting people off because you have a you think you have a pretty decent idea of where they're taking the sentence. Right. So you just cut them off and start talking. But people are shouting over each other and stuff like that all the time. And I think that people think that if they do a podcast and they have a good time, now you're saying it should be easy. It should be fluid and, mm-hmm. and fun and flowing. Right. And I do agree with that to some extent. But you have to be able to have a conversation and think about, and maybe you do this a lot, if you're ever having a conversation with another person and there's a third person sitting there, but that third person doesn't really know the story mm-hmm. or the context right. in which you're having a discussion with the, uh, the first person, then you have to cater to this person while you still talk to this person. Right. You have to keep this third party engaged by letting them know the tidbits and the, the imperative parts of what it is you're talking about so they can sure. so they can take yeah. part of it. And so that's what a podcast is because mm-hmm. the listeners are the third party here. Exactly. We have to be engaged in our conversation, but at the same time, well, you don't have to do shit. I facilitate <laughs> it. But if we're going to be engaged in conversation, but I'm also thinking about keeping the third party in-house right. and understanding everything that's going on with context yeah. and setting up the, ba- the basic building blocks for them to be able to yeah. understand what's going on and enjoy it, which is why I bring you on here. I introduce who you are. First thing I want to say about why I have you here, um, we're friends by affiliation mostly. Yeah, yeah. This is the first time, like you said, it's been years, mm-hmm. but this is the first time you and I have sat down. This will be the most thorough discussion you and I have ever had. For sure. Because anytime we're together, it's always amongst. It's amongst everyone else. Yeah, yeah. For me, that thinks about everything way too much yeah you've listened to some of the podcasts most you you know the way i think about things yeah i think about one 
I think I like to think I'm decently humble. So I think about the friends that I have. Mm. And I don't feel like you should be in a relationship with someone if you're not honored to be that person's friend. Absolutely. Right. That doesn't really make sense to me. Mm. So when I look at my friends, I like to think, damn, that's really cool that this person would want to be friends with me. Yeah. Like, damn, like they're pretty fucking cool. Like that, that's pretty awesome that <laughs> like I'm cool. Like they see me as cool enough to hang out with them. Like that's pretty dope. Yeah. That's, I feel like that's the way you should look at your friends, your girlfriend, whoever it is. Right. But past that, now I have to think, well, who the fuck are my friends hanging out with? <laughs> Cause like, like I don't know this person that much they're around when i hang around my other friend the Mm -hmm. intermediary but i don't know them like that right so like what is it about this other person that my friend is hanging around like what do they like about this other person and i've never really gotten to know you that well this would be again the most thorough conversation we've had someone said to me today i'm excited to to hear him hear his voice hear what he has to talk about see how his mind works and i'm like i am too (laughs) i don't know how his mind works really and they said back, "What does it sound like?" That's because I'm usually quiet when you when, are when I when wearing up. Yeah. So what is so? What's that? What's I've, that I've just I've always been quiet. You, like I've always okay. been more reserved. Okay, you just you just be in the back. Yeah. Are you an observer? Like you just be yeah. I, I mean, observe, but also I just I keep to my like even at home. Mm. I'll be with my family for just all in the kitchen randomly. Interesting person to want to start I, his own podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but see, because then I'm like, at that point, I have stuff to get off, you know? I okay. Stuff to talk oh, about. Oh, yeah. You've just been quiet for so yeah. long. Yeah. You got some shit to get out. <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah, no. So, you know, at at, at that point, yeah, I, I guess you could say observant. Um, but <laughs> I, I just, I like to hear all sides of the story. And <laughs> they said, what does he sound like? You want to know what my answer was to him? What? <laughs> I have a feeling. I have a feeling. Well, yeah. <laughs> I told you we're going to get into your coolness. <laughs> I said he sounds like he's he won't be, but he sounds like he'll be wearing shades. <laughs> he's he, and, and it's especially funny to the person I told it to because I've I have uh consciously dismiss people from being and, and rejected people from being on the podcast because I think that they're going to come in here and legitimately wear shades <laughs> as they talk to me. And I'm not, I'm not, Yeah, <laughs> you're not coming to my house and wearing shades while you talk to me. <laughs> but, and I know the people that have like reached out and they're like, yeah, man, like we should do something. I'm like, you're going to wear shades in my house. Yeah. Like I know it. I know it. Cause I've never seen a photo with you like on Instagram without shades on. Yeah. Like your whole thing is being extra, extra cool. Yeah. And like, I'm not, I'm not having you come here. We're just not doing and that. do that. But that is how you sound in case you didn't know. Like, like you are wearing shades. Yeah. Definitely not. Yeah. Anyway. Um, so yeah. So, so I brought you here because I'm, I'm, Trying to get a better understanding of why the fuck my friends are hanging out with you. Yeah. Because <laughs> I don't know who you are. Yeah, I feel like we hang... I mean, over the years, we, I mean, we've gone out together. We've... we've. Well, we've, what are you talking about? We've gone... Come on. Remember... Actually, was it two years ago? <laughs> Look. Remember, <laughs> I, came, I actually came here. You came to this house. To this to house. To this apartment unit. And I was outside, and we all... RJ got in my car, and then you rode with... It might have been Duty. Okay. I think. Okay. 
But and we, I mean, we've gone out. We, Actually, I remember it. We went to DC. Oh, right? we went to DC, and then I, I and left, then you and left. Then I left to go have sex with someone because <laughs> I was upset at standing outside of a club waiting to see if like that was the all. bar chick or whoever was gonna get us in. If someone was supposed to be getting us in, but. It was too long for me, and I had someone that was close by, like 15 minutes away, that was texting me, and I'm like, I like them. Yeah. I'm going to go see them now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But we, I mean, what I'm saying is we've hung out before. It just hasn't been one-on-one. Yeah, but even amongst, but see, this is the, this is the demographic, or this is the dynamic, I mm. should say. And this speaks more to uh, the, the whole podcasting thing. Yeah. Is conversation. I think about not only the words being used, the tone, body language inside conversation, because mm-hmm. I've just I've just been too deep into it in the field and in books. But I also think about the roller coaster through a conversation, right? Like right. what turns are taken, laughs are had, does it get weird? Does it get awkward? Mm-hmm. And then afterwards I look back on conversation and think, what did that conversation mean for the relationship that I have with this person? Okay. Because okay. every time you have a conversation, anytime you have any interaction with someone, something's happening. Right. Either you're just sustaining the relationship as is, mm. which is can be pretty difficult to do. You're usually either hurting or helping the relationship. Sure. So I think about those types of things. Mm. And when we're hanging out, it's so not one-on-one that it's just... But I think that's the... I think... That's the issue is because whenever we hang out, it's always amongst at least five, six of us. Right. So there's never that one-on-one time. No. We're always just in debate amongst five, six other people yelling at each other. Like you have listened to my podcast a lot. Right. You have heard me speak way more than I've heard you speak. You know way more about me than... It's, It's so funny being in a position where people do listen to the podcast and then when you're around them, you'll never know what they think of you. You, you, You'll never know because I put my heart into, like, bro, everything is on this podcast and people that listen to it and have been listening for a long time know so much about me. I'll just, I'll never know how they're viewing me when they're around me. Like, I, like, we have, this is going to be episode 79. (laughs) <laughs> these are usually anywhere from an hour and a half to like two and a half hours like they're long there's so much content there's so much talking and so much time when Keon and I are done recording an hour two hours later especially 24 36 hours 48 hours later we forgot what we talked about right Unless, like aside from the big points yeah. like we forgot what was mm-hmm. happening so I definitely don't remember everything that I've said and all the stories I've told but I know they've been wild yeah Cause that's all my life has been. <laughs> so it's just it's just wild to think about. But we're here now. We're here. Do you have any anything in your plethora? Anything <laughs> at all that you want to get out first? Because if not, I'm ready to go. I got no, a, I got a first question for you. Let's go. And it's sort of the remix of the question of if you had an album. I asked you this all fair. Mm. If you had an album, what would the album be like? Yeah. Which you said you'd be vulnerable. It'd be yeah. a first. Yeah. And we're going to get in. I'm so glad that I asked you that question and you answered that that way. Because mm-hmm. we're going to get into artists coming out, who they are at the beginning of their artistry, what sort of music or whatever they're putting out, and then who they become and why that happens. Okay. And if that's a good or a bad thing later on in the road, yeah. no matter how successful they are, mm-hmm. we're going to get into that. Okay. All right. I've been asking everyone this, so I have to ask. I'm just going to ask you. I'm mm-hmm. going to ask everyone. Mm-hmm. 
What is at the front of Mo's mind most days? What occupies the the front of your mind? What are you most concerned with in this current cycle for yourself? How to make myself better and how I'm going to set myself up for the future. Okay. From the beginning of the day. That's my mindset. As soon as you wake up. As soon as I wake up. How am I going to get better? Yeah. How do you achieve that? Like, what sort of ways are we talking about? There's so much out there, man. There is. Like, I remember when I would drive into work, I would always listen to music. Okay. And then I'm like, okay, like, this is this is cool. Like, I'm getting, you know, my day started. I'm, I'm getting in a in Yeah, the mood, you're in a you good know? mood, right? You walk into work, you're feeling good. But okay. it's like, I, I feel like there's so much out there that I didn't know about. It's just basic stuff. Yeah. And... There's times where you want to have conversations with, especially where I was working with people that they had, they know so much. Oh, and you, you started feel, going in there feeling incompetent. I'm feeling like, stu- like, yeah, I'm like, damn, I feel behind. Yeah, like they talking about what, just, 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 just anything? Just, yeah, just anything. And to me- Current events, yeah, just, finance. Whatever. I've always been into politics, finance and stuff like okay. that. But more so, like, sometimes stuff can get a little bit technical and- Right. And the ins and outs of stuff. And I'm like, I would like to know about that. Right, 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 right. So. Well, one good thing about people like you that are just listeners, observers, reserved people is you can just listen. Right. Is you can just sit and listen. That's that's when you learn. 100%. 100%. So that's why I started my day off. I'm like, all right, like, let me, I'll just play some some documentaries off of YouTube. I'll listen to that in the car. Okay. Podcast, whatever it is, like just something to like really learn and understand what is going on in this world because like i said there's so many there's so much out there there's so many viewpoints mm-hmm. um so that doesn't always mean listen to the side that i agree with yeah, listen to yeah, the other yeah. side as well mm-hmm. um and kind of like what i when we were talking off air we're all different but at the same time we have so much in common yeah so it may be just a matter of understanding someone else's how they view the world yeah and um yeah i mean i, I think that that alone, just under- <laughs> like Keon had to do for this wedding, for the, exactly, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like but see, yeah. but see, now when he meets someone like that, he's gonna be able to have a conversation with them. Exactly. You see what I mean? Exactly. So, and it is, it doesn't have to be anything crazy. I'm not saying like, hey, I need to go read books all day, right, and right, become right. that guy, but just become more informed of what's yeah, around yeah, me. Yeah, have, have like your foot in the door. Just be able to right. say, like, to give offer something. Exactly. Yeah. Especially in the area that we live in, man. Like, this area is mixed. With tons of ethnicities and mm-hmm. people from all over the world. Yeah. So, um, being able to just have a conversation with them, going back to what we what you said earlier about a conversation, like what is it doing for the conversation? Mm-hmm. They're gonna remember that moment. Mm-hmm. Um, and especially with like what I did before for work, I met a lot of people. Yeah. So just having something to give to that conversation mm-hmm. would go such a long, and I would feel bad at times because I wouldn't remember the, that person down the road sometimes. Yeah. But you they would see me. I wouldn't. Bro, I do that shit all the But that's because like you you make sure like at that moment in time that you're going out of your way to, you know, really make that person feel comfortable, engage in conversation. But if you do that with every single person, eventually you're gonna forget. Yes. Yeah, there's 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 only but so many I forget what it what there's a number, there's like a there's a number on it. And I forget the scientists or the philosopher or whatever, whoever came up with it. But there is a certain amount of people that you can just remember. Right. You can't just remember exactly. everyone. It's, it's just not going to happen. 
What do you do when you don't remember them, though? Man, I, I try to play it off. You just have I try to, <laughs> yeah, especially bro, if they're like I, mad excited. I, I, I try to play it off, and I'm like, I mean, there's been times where I'm like trying to remember this person's you gotta, name. You got to turn your brain and on. And I cannot remember the name like to save my life. And I'm going through Instagram, like trying to like, what was there at? What, I'm trying to remember something, like a conversation we had. I'm looking through my text <laughs> <laughs> just because I can't remember the name. Man, I want to go see. Did you see Candyman yet? No, I haven't. Oh, are you? Do you plan on you just? Yeah, because yeah. I can just tell you, like, Candy Man. Okay. What are you talking about? <laughs> I'm okay. not. I'm not big on movies, man. Oh, okay. R- RJ and, and Mikey always make fun of me because they always say that I only watch black movies. <laughs> <laughs> As RJ would well, say, first of all, Candyman, especially it? in this 2021 age, that's a black movie. Oh, is it? Okay. Yes. The, I will. It sounds I will. like it's supposed to be a scary movie, though. Yeah. Candyman. See, I don't can- get. Oh, you. Oh, you're not with. Like, that. I. It's not even that. Like, I just. I'm. I don't ever get. I'm, they're always corny. Oh, you don't get scared. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and this definitely isn't like a jumper. Like, it's not really supposed to scare you. It's more just eerie. Yeah. Horror movies. Because you know, there's so many different genres within horror movies. Right. And I don't know which horror movies you've seen. I don't know what references I can make right now. But yeah, some of them. They're not meant to be jumper scary. Yeah. They're just meant to be like eerie and weird. Some of it's supposed mm-hmm. to be more like suspense. Some of it's just gore. And you, the Candyman was a lot of gore. Okay, definitely a lot of blood going yeah. on. Uh, maybe I think Keon's gonna watch it this weekend. So <laughs> I'm not. I'm not gonna say too much. I will say one thing, and maybe this will get you to get on a little bit more. This is the first. Make sure I get all this right. This is the first horror movie I have ever seen Get Out and Us Included, by the way. Okay. Directed by black people. I've seen Get Out. Right? Mm. In which black people are finally represented the way that we've always been looking at the screen. The way we've always been shouting at the movies, like nigga, what, no one would ever do that. Right, right. Why right. are you going down there? Don't go down there. You gonna okay? Well, now you're dead. Like this is the first movie where all the black people in the movie behaved exactly how they should have. Get out and they didn't do that. It was it was a good, great. Those are great movies for black people. Yeah, right. Like they were great steps, but this is the first one where every single time, and this is the last thing I'm gonna say on it. A black person came into contact with anything weird or somebody trying to do some fuck shit because pretty much the the the, the whole moral of Candyman is you say this guy's name five times in the mirror he appears, okay, so he appears and kills. That's why I've been seeing that on Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> I've been seeing oh what would yeah I've been. You're supposed that. to be everyone. Around you, Twitter around court, me, it's court, supposed to Twitter be the Twitter correspondent. correspondent. Yes, <laughs> everyone is supposed to be that. So for you to be like, oh, that's why I've been seeing it. That's yeah. hilarious. It, I just assume that all of y'all are tapped in, like, <laughs> like to. Everything. I didn't know it was the Candyman though. That's why. Okay, I just thought it was like a, a thing on Twitter, a trend on Twitter that was. So in real life, the whole ever since Candyman, because Candyman came back, it came out like back in the '90s or something okay. like that. And so this was the this was the first horror horror film where you got to choose whether you wanted to die or not, right? If it's Freddy Krueger, you go to sleep, he's killing you. Mm-hmm. Texas Chainsaw Massacre, you go to that house, he's killing you. Mm-hmm. Michael Myers, you pop up in his neighborhood, he's killing you. Yeah. Jason, you go to that little camp lake, he's killing you. Yeah. Chucky, if you buy the doll, he's killing you. Insidious, Conjuring, Saw, whatever it is, you're dying. Mm-hmm. 
This, you have to summon the person to come kill you. Okay. How many black people you think doing that? None. Watch the movie. <laughs> this shit is hilarious. Okay. It's I'm, hilarious. You, you've actually sold me on Bla- the movie. Black, black people in, at every turn, they get close to something and be like, <laughs> and go the other way, but but it's but it it works itself out. It's is this a, is this in theaters or on HBO it's Max? In, it's in theaters. Okay. Right. It's in theaters. Yeah, I know not too many people are doing that because who the fuck is really in theaters? Right? Yeah, I like I haven't been to the theaters since I since worked 2000. there. Whoa! Oh, you really don't. When when did you work at the movie theaters, Mo? That was um my my senior year of high school. Okay, so you really don't watch movies? I don't. What does black movies mean? <laughs> What are what are so everybody know, that knows me knows I watch ATL all the time. <laughs> ATL is my movie. I watch like oh. ATL the classics. ATL Coach Carter. Okay. Um, the classics. Coach Menace Carter. to Society. Okay. Like those those type of movies. Do you think because you just said the classics? Do you think that most black people put ATL up there with Menace to Society? Actually, yeah. Give me your top ten black movies. <sighs> All right, just off the top, and they don't even have to be in in order, like because that's going to be crazy. Just, yeah, you don't have to do that. Just, just, just start throwing some out. So I have a decent idea of what the fuck we're talking about here. Menace top ten, society. man. This is this is going to be tough. Coach Carter. Yeah, just ATL. ATL is definitely up there for me. Um, I mean, you got stuff like, like, obviously, Bad Boys. <gasps> that's hilarious. I think Keon and I were going to do. This content, like this topic, mad long ago, like mm. mad months ago, and we both had like our top ten. I might even have, matter of fact, I think I might even got this still. We were good. We had to have the conversation of, well, what constitutes a, a black, black movie? movie? Because he was like, a you strong throwing, black lead. You throwing bad <laughs> boys in there? Like he's like, mm, I don't know. You, why? Just because Martin Lawrence and, and Will Smith are a part of it? But why wouldn't it be a black movie? Well, that's the thing. So you have to figure out what is your idea of a black film? Like, what is that supposed to be? Is it supposed to be it's just a conglomeration of many black people? Mm -hmm. Or is it just a strong, like you said, a strong black lead, lead. which Martin Lawrence and Will Smith were for that? Is it it's supposed to appeal to the black masses because it talks about black, like, Strictly, specifically, mm. catered to black people and black life in America, because Bad Boys was not that. It's not that, but oh, I think I think Bad Boys is one of those movies that, and the average person can can watch and enjoy. Well, that would be the whole point. So, is that a black film? I, yeah, I would say so. Okay, but I th- I think that has. That has two sides to it, right? Because you have a black movie like, like we said, like Friday, Friday, um, Menace to Society, like those type of Boys movies. in the Hood, Boys in the Hood, like those movies. All right, it's mainly going to be a black crowd. Love and basketball, movie. right? So Brown Sugar, exactly. See, um, Glory Road. Yeah, is that a? Glory. You can say Glory. Who Road. is that? Is that a basketball film? Glory Road. Um, yeah, is yeah, yeah, basketball. That's movie. basketball. Yeah, yeah. Pride. Maybe, Pride, uh, the black swimming team. I haven't watched Terrence that one. Howard. No, okay. The Wood, The Wood. Uh, R.J. urged me to the watch the best that man. One. Maybe, yeah. yeah. Okay, all right. 
So these are the movies that you watch. Yeah, the, the, like American Why? Gangster. Like why? I, like what doesn't appeal to you outside of that? And I'm only asking this because mm-hmm. it, it's tr- it's triggering me right now because you are trying to be and you're saying that you're being a more well-rounded person trying to listen mm-hmm. to all different sorts of podcasts and have something to say about whatever. So I mean, first and foremost, I should I, maybe I should just disclaimer. <laughs> There's only but so much time in a day. Yeah. Like, there's only but so much you're going to be able to do right. in the time that you're awake. So, And most times, I'm not going to watch a movie. I'm going to watch a documentary over right, a movie. Right, 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 um, right. And it's not that I'm not open to anything else. It's mm-hmm. just, like, those... Honestly, a lot of them I hadn't, I hadn't seen for the longest time. Okay. Um, so when I do get a chance to watch a movie, that's what I'm going to first. Because I'm like, this is something that I know within my community or like the people around me. like this is a movie i should watch mm. that i should know about okay um but it, it doesn't it, there's no reason why as to why it's specifically that like i said i'll watch any good movie right i mean i've taken you way off track this yeah. whole thing was what is at the forefront of your mind yeah I, I like i like, <laughs> we're, like we're still in that pocket <laughs> i mean you were pretty much just talking about becoming a better person yeah and that's, like, that's just, just watching what you're what you're ingesting yeah on a daily much. basis, and I mean, people when they ask me, "What's your New Year's resolution?" Same thing. Same thing. It's just always becoming a better person okay. towards my family, my people around me, my professional career, whatever it is. Like just becoming a better person. Okay. All right. No. All right. That's yeah. That's solid. I mean, I mean, I've been trying to figure out what people are into, like what their meaning is, because there's got to be something that gets you out of the bed and gets you moving. Mm. So it's like, what is it? Is it just because you you going through the motions and you feel like there's nothing else to do? I, nah. Like, because that, Absolutely I know not, that's, that's the worst. Isn't it? That's the worst. Going through the motions, man. That's the, like, we've all been there. Yeah. And then, I mean, and we all go through that, honestly, like throughout the year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where it's just like, but through that, there's also a bigger goal that, that you have for you. Well, you would hope. Or we would hope that someone has set for themselves. Yeah, yeah, you you would hope. You would hope. All right. Let me let me let me get into this. So what you sipping over there, man? Uh right, I got a little orange juice in here, and this is uh mostly sparkling water. It's a splash of pomegranate juice. There's blackberries, raspberries, lemon, and lime and orange in it. Like that's, actual... that's, that's such an Earl drink. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> See, that's such an Earl. Like you said, I know more about you. Yeah, exactly. Like even for you to say that right now it was like that's such an Earl drink. Yeah, it is. It is. A, it is an Earl drink. Uh, yeah, yeah. Detox. You know, listen. The pomegranate is high on antioxidants. Mm-hmm. Sparkling water. I hear it's good for the digestive system. Lemon, lime, orange, raspberry, and blackberries just taste good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I'm but all right. You're a big. Are you still like over your mo? <laughs> <laughs> like is this is this a, is this a thing? Like it's okay. Like you can just own it, bro. Like if if you're come on, man. I'm, I'm I'm damn near thirty now. At that, you gotta some niggas never let it go. <laughs> There's still dudes out here wearing jerseys. Do you wear jerseys? I wear a jersey. If yeah. you wear okay, you can't express to me a difference between being over your mo and wearing a jersey. If you wearing you wearing a man's name man. on your back, and matter of fact, and listen, you got you got Michael jo- or you got Shaq. I got Shaq. This? This is you Shaq got Shaq. Yeah. Um, dude, he walked out of here with like a Dwayne Wade or something on his a t-shirt. Jersey. Yo, no, I think he had like just like a pink sweater with Dwayne Wade. Like, oh, I have picture. that. Shirt. Yeah, I think yeah. you have it too. Yeah. The point is, if you can wear ter- t-shirts and sweaters and jerseys with like people's names and their faces on it. I think you can say 
I'm OVO Mo. I think you can say that in no. confidence. It, no, no, it's just, I would it, never it's just too that. corny. No, I would never. So, <laughs> this is the coolness coming in. I've it's never, not even that, but I've you gotta think about that. it. When Drake, when like Drake and that whole OVO thing first came out, I was in high school. Okay. I was when I first heard Best I Ever Had or like his mixtapes right. so far gone. I was a freshman or a sophomore in high school. Yeah. So at that point, what are you? 15, 14, 15 in high or freshman. So at that point, I'm like, yeah, Drake, Drake this, Drake that. Yeah. So of course, and then that kind of just like, as I've grown older, it's always just stuck with me. Oh, okay. People, well, not me personally. (laughs) People have just kind of, it's like, like, oh yeah. Right. You're over your moment. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, But it's just like, I would hope never, no one, don't ever call me. Don't ever call (laughs) you that. (laughs) I will not respond. I respond to a lot of names. That is not one I would respond to. I would be so sick. You don't want no chick. You don't want no chick to hear you refer to as. Oh my gosh, that is that would be the corniest thing ever. Uh, If you if you took if you took a a nice young lady to a Drake a Drake concert. Uh How much Drake are you gonna rap? Like how saucy are you? Because you know all the words. So what are you gonna give up? Like, how are you gonna do it in front hey. of the person you with? Or are you gonna act a little bit cool and just like throw a few bars out every now and again? Like, because how excited wish, are you allowed to be? Well, a story about a Drake concert. It was myself, Julian, um, Mikey, and Austin. We shout got, out to Julian, Mikey, out, and Austin. Shout out Jules, Mike, and Austin. Um, we had went to a concert once, and I'm gonna get Austin on here too. He's gonna be. High. Oh my gosh, that's gonna be. I might have to have you come back while we do it because I'll just. I'm about to get a third one of these, and we just gonna have. Let's yeah, get it. Yeah, let's get it. That. But um, I wish I could explain it because Mikey was. He has a third person point of view. Okay. In this case, but it was uh, Julian and myself. We were, we had um floor seats. Okay. At the Drake concert, mm. which. Don't ever get floor seats. They're terrible Trash. idea. Yeah, because you can't see anything, honestly. That makes sense. Yeah. That makes sense. It's sort of like going to the movies and sitting in the first Yeah, you would think. Like you're a psychopath. Yeah, like you would think. You can't. It doesn't make sense. Yeah, no. Nah. Um, but again, this is back back in the day. Um, but I remember at one point, like, I forget the song. And then I didn't think anyone, well, out of all people, Mikey and Austin, they were sitting up top. Yeah. Um, they got, they knew somebody, I think, and got some other seats, but- Mikey, after the concert, he's like, man, I saw you at one point turn around and face the audience. <laughs> Wait, I heard Mikey say this before. <laughs> he's like, I saw you. It just like, you had your hands up, like guiding the crowd. Like you was tripping. <laughs> like I was. <laughs> you was before. <laughs> like I was his hype man or something. That's hilarious, bro. That's funny as hell. Like you so in love with the music. Like you so hype. You like, nah, y'all ain't hype enough. <laughs> You hear this? Like, nah, come on, yeah. Running through the six with my walls, yeah. <laughs> I wish cool. I could have seen myself doing That's that. How, oh, man, I wish he would have got that on video. That would have been the best video. It's just so funny. Out of 20,000 people, whatever it was, Mikey sees me doing that. That's fucking hilarious, bro. That's funny. Okay. All right. We gotta we gotta get into something. Uh-huh. Big week for music. Yeah. Yeah. Huge week for music. Mm-hmm. I'm I gotta I gotta set this up right because I don't wanna come off like a hater. Mm-hmm. 
Kanye has come out this week. Drake has come out this week. Mm. I'm not even about to do the battle because I think that's the dumbest shit in the world. If you listen to Kanye West's album, you have a firm understanding that he's on a whole different wave than whatever Drake is doing. Right. They're two different men. They're two different stages of their life going through two complete, I mean, just way, just completely different things, right? Valid. And even musically, if if you were trying to do it, forget the numbers and like who's gonna sell more. Which mm-hmm. uh, who's who even is into that? Like what? Like what? Like average consumer? Actually, is that's big on Twitter? No, I know it's big on Twitter, but what I'm saying is, what is it? Like th- that's not something you can really consume. That's not something you can do with when you listen. When you listen to the music, you're either gonna feel it or you're not. That's mm-hmm. something you can engage with. The numbers, it's big on Twitter, and it's like, all right, that's cool. And then after that, that it'll be nothing. It'll fizzle out to nothing. You're not gonna always. You're not gonna be thinking about. No one's gonna remember the numbers. The numbers will always be out there for you mm. to go look up. But no one's sitting around having a conversation about whose album they like more, and then, but so and so sold two hundred thousand more than them. Nigga, I'm asking you what you think about the music. You bringing in what numbers came back isn't telling me anything about your engagement with yeah. the musical piece that the artist put out. Okay. Like that like that's fine. Like okay, that's fine. Yeah. One, by the way, is a bigger more popping artist than the other. Yeah, but I I think the number the number thing plays a factor. Plays a factor in well again, if, it depends, it depends, what, it depends on what we're what we're asking because if we're, exactly if we're asking obviously just what do you think of the actual music like this the song how does this how does it make you feel like you said that's, yeah that's fine that doesn't count right but if we're just speaking in comparison I think numbers it shouldn't be the well comparison of what still are you like because if we're comparing just like I was reading earlier Drake the CLB album mm. is the most streamed album of all time in less than a twenty four hour span on, on Apple Music alone. Of all time, so I okay. So then that kind of puts things <laughs> okay. That kind of puts things into perspective of like, damn, how many people are listening to this shit? Yeah, Donda came out last week. Yeah, and there was all kinds of numbers Sunday, for that. Yeah. Well, for Sunday came out Sunday. Yeah, so and then yeah, it kind of just it kind of like you said, there's obviously a bigger artist here, right? Yeah, Drake's a bigger artist. Yeah, yeah. Like, I think yeah, that, that, but, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, so. All right, so let, let's get into this because this is going to get deep because I've been critiquing these. I've just been running both of them back mm. back and forth. Okay. I can't, I can't, I get, I have a very hard time giving flat statements for things. Mm. Again, you've been listening to the podcast. I can, yeah. I, it's very rarely a yes or a no or black or white for me. I, I just can't right. see things that way. So when someone asks me, do you like the album? I can't say yes or no. I'm going to have to tell you what I think about this album and okay. what the album and the creation of and what I'm listening to makes me think about. Okay. Okay. Which one would you, did you listen to Donda? Yeah. Okay. Oh, I'm yeah. just making sure yeah. I didn't know. I didn't listen. I don't know how you think about things. So I didn't know if you're one of the people that no, never, like I said earlier, like man, never I, forgave Kanye for certain things nah, he's done. Man. And was just like, that, nah, like, I also understand like that. Okay. There's a whole other element that goes. Okay, into okay, okay. Yeah. You're 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 a person that separates the person from the music type of person? Yeah. Or or do you also I, just I, also understand some of the things he was saying and you maybe agree with me in that he's just the worst communicator on the planet? He's 
I he, think he's he, the worst speaker is what yeah, I mean by communicating. That's the thing. He communicates through his music, but when he speaks, I think he's, he's not. from what I know, he's got to be one of the worst people on the planet. Yeah, and I think because half the time he's in there in his head trying to put show himself out to be this important yeah. guy in, yeah. in fashion and all that, which I, I think his work should speak for itself because we've seen like his influence in fashion and, and, and music. Yeah. But I think he just wants recognition by those by those big name people. Well, yeah, no, that's that's for sure. I mean, that's what he's been, you know, ran about. That's what he was but ranting that's, about. For, I think that's for years. I think that's where he spends most of his time in his head. Is <clears throat> I think a lot of artists do. I think that when you start to create something, you start to understand what artists go through. Yeah, and that's a lot of what we're going to talk about. I think that you realize. I just heard. Drake talk about it in what was it the was it the remorse or was it the first one? What's the first one? Champagne, Champagne poetry. poetry. It was in one of those when he mm. said, I think it was the remorse, but people doubting him and sometimes him him falling under that pressure. Yeah. Him believing, him believing being convinced that. by yeah. that and thinking, oh, well, maybe I'm not. Right. And for Drake to feel that way or for a Kanye to feel that way at any point in time, for a lot of us, we're thinking, whoa, that's crazy. Right. Like, how could you ever, what are you talking about? Look at the numbers, look at what you did, look at the impact, look at your music, look at the people you work with, mm. look at the people surround. What are you talking about? Right. But when you're an artist, you're going to feel that way regardless. Mm. Like, you're, because this is your, your art. Yeah. So you're going to feel protective over it. You're going to feel insecure sometimes when you're being vulnerable. Yeah. And vulnerability is another thing we're going to talk about a lot right. too. Let's get in this fucking album, man. We don't even got to get into the... Uh, Let's get to it. We don't even got to get to the <clears throat> the cover art. Cover art's a bunch of pregnant women emojis. Yeah, man. I didn't, I didn't like, the, I didn't like the, the cover art. Okay, you weren't about that? No, I wasn't. When I, Did you I, think it was just lazy or... I don't think it's... Drake is very calculated. Okay. So well, lazy is not okay. one thing he... You know, I think he intentionally knew what he was doing and I think he achieved his goal. Okay, right. Because now he has McDonald's, KFC... Uh, ESPN, like all these mm. networks and restaurants and all these big corporations using that artwork and just making it their own. Right. And so now it has someone at McDonald's talking about this Drake album mm -hmm. that otherwise wouldn't have. Right. If it was just a regular album cover. Okay. But okay. So <clears throat> you feel like he shouldn't have just done the regular cash grab. Like you would have liked a little bit more integrity with the album cover. Yeah. Man, I want like, cause I think album artwork is huge when it comes to an album. Okay. Those are just as important as the music that goes, especially if it's going to be even, a good album. Even these days when you're not walking into an FYE or whatever to go buy the actual CD yeah. and you're like browsing, it's like it's going to come up it's gonna, on, it, on your iTunes on your, or whatever. But, it's going to say Drake. Yeah. You think you, that people aren't going to click it because of that album cover? No, I wouldn't say they aren't going to click it, but Definitely I think- Definitely not. I, not yeah. if it's the most highest streaming song yeah. album of all time. But I think- it adds a special element to it. Like for me, okay, since okay. we're talking about like Kanye West, to me, one of my, my fa actually my favorite- Graduation. Is a graduation. That album cover is amazing. It's insane. Like it's so cool. I was so upset when I lost mine. I had the physical copy. Really? Was, I still it, have it mine at cool, home. It was, yeah. Oh, you have it still? Yeah. yeah. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. So That's dope. And then, so, and I, Obviously, vinyls are becoming a thing again. Oh, yeah, very true. Just yeah. for the, I guess, the aesthetic yeah, of, of yeah, a Yeah, room. it's nostalgic so, sort of feeling. Yeah, so if, I mean. But they're coming back with like USB ports and stuff. In them. Yeah. In the like, back. My dad has one of those. <laughs> like I said, it's just for the aesthetic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, but it, it, a great album cover, you have that kind of, you know, mm -hmm. it, it, it's nice. Um, so I don't, I don't, <clears throat> I don't know what 
uh, he was trying to get at with this album <laughs> cover. He said, I'm a certified lover boy. What the fuck you think is going on out here? And I just, I was, I'm out here. You know, Tyler, I was talking to Tyler, actually. Oh, yeah. And because he's a big I, Drake fan. I was like, who the fuck is Tyler? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Our old friend Tyler. Tyler, yeah, 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 Tyler. And he brought up a good point. Um, He was like, well. Tyler, like, if you listen to this by any chance, by the way, because I don't know if I ever got to talk to you about it. But the only reason I didn't pop up to that wedding was because, like, the invites came way too late, and yeah, the, the and the dates were scratched out, <laughs> and, and and written over. The RSVP was scratched out, written over. Like I knew what time it was. Like you wasn't expecting to bring the niggas out to, to the wedding and see all these people, and that's completely fine. I just wasn't coming after that. I respect everybody that did go and made that decision. But I just thought I'd put that out there. Go ahead, continue. Yeah, his wedding he, his wedding was actually on my birthday. So oh. I, I I don't ever forget his anniversary. Mm. But um, he mentioned that the album came, because initially, initially Drake said he was going to drop the album right. summer 2020. Then it got pushed back to January 2021. Mm. And then we just got it this weekend. And so what Tyler said, he's like, well, nine months late, nine months uh. carrying a baby, Labor Day weekend. I was like, okay, like I, I can bro, see that. I don't know if it's if that's it, but bro, it kind of made me think for a second. <laughs> one of those things may be it, or one or two, but all, bro, that's <laughs> that's crazy. Motherfuckers be really drawn, like they be, they be connecting the constellations, like they really. See, I didn't. I didn't even get that deep. I was just like, you know what? <sighs> I don't know what this means, but I'm just I'm just here for the music. Okay. All right, well, let's talk about the music then. Let's talk about what matters. Fuck the numbers. Fuck the album cover. Let's talk about the music. I don't know what you go to Drake for, but I've realized mm. that we're all we're all such different people. Again, now there's certain things that connect us. Yeah. <clears throat> but we're all such different people. We're all looking for such different things in music. If you if you had to give me five tracks on here, okay, that you feel like if you had to convince someone that didn't want to listen to the album, mm. what five tracks would you pick? Because something tells me that you and I are going to be in different ballparks, and we're gonna and we're gonna and this is gonna open up the conversation. Yeah. So go ahead. So with this, so this is the thing. I've listened to this album three, four times now. Okay. Um, I think me the same. Yeah. And each time I listen to it, I, I uncover new things, new bars, yeah, uh, little sounds. I'm very, I like to listen to the, yeah, to the sounds, sounds and how the production was. So just off of those listens, I would definitely go with the first two, Champagne okay, uh, Poetry. Champagne Poetry and Poppy's Home. And Poppy's Home. home. Okay. Uh, champ, champ, champagne Poetry. Oh, right. That sample is that crazy. That insane. That sample is from started like- started rapping over it. I'm like, how yeah. are you rapping over this right now? Yeah, like, how that, is this- that, that sample was from like a 1970s song I saw. On that makes today. sense. Um, and they just sped it up. But um, that second half of that song is actually very, like, I didn't realize how good it was. Mm. His bars were actually, I, I, I enjoyed it a lot. So I would say Champagne Poetry, Poppy's Home. And then um, Love All with Jay-Z. Okay. Um, I think that kind of shows his, his, I think his first two are kind of showing you, like, I'm I'm Drake. I'm the biggest in the game. I'm, I'm okay. This is, this is who I am. I'm going to talk my shit. Poppy's home. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. By, just by the title. And then, um, 
uh, love all, like I said. How fucking arrogant is it to just have this stamp on the back? That is home. <laughs> and then, and then he's towards the end. He starts singing along with it. <laughs> Bro, that's crazy, man. This thing is different. Yeah, right. um, love all. Okay, like love said, all that, with that shows, Yeah, with Jay Z. Um, damn, we're getting down to two. What? That's three. We're getting down. You're to about two to more. throw TSU in there because you. Man, cause, I love, love TSU. The story man. about a stripper. It's not even just the. It's just. It's he literally painted the, a picture. Yeah. In my head, and now I know exactly what that scene was like. Right. Um, for someone that had never been to a strip club before, I, I'm sure just off of this song, you could be like, damn, like I know exactly what he's talking. The right, transition right. Um, into Into Deep was was good. But okay. Um, just if we're just trying to convince someone of Drake, I think Fair Trade with Travis Scott is a very good, okay. um, especially from the melodies that he uses in that song and the way he flows through the, through, through the music. Right. I think Drake does a good job of, he's not black and white when it, well, <laughs> he's, nah. he's black. <laughs> no pun intended. Right, right. He's not right. black and white when it comes to his music. He blurs the lines a lot. You ask yourself at times, is he singing? Is he rapping? Like, what is he doing here? And he ushered in this whole new era of other artists now that are doing the same thing. Right. So I think that'll be a good depiction of who who Drake is. And then um, so that's what that's that's five right there, actually. Yeah, that is. See, that I was is. gonna go into another one, but see, yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah, so okay. Damn, seven seven a.m. By the way, seven a.m. Bridal pass. Anytime this nigga's awake. Any, anytime like, there's a number. Seven a.m. Four a.m. Yeah. Two a.m. Toronto. <laughs> four a.m. in Calabasas. Wherever I'm at in the morning. Just know <laughs> it's a wrap. It, yeah, it's a wrap. He, yeah, yeah, he's getting it off on the. Um, <laughs> let's see. All right, here we go. I fucking fans was a good ass song too, and that's that's like. Fucking fans is hilarious because <laughs> it's not something that anybody, everybody can't talk about. Like, but that's the thing. He won't, like, who's going to make a song about that? Right. Nah, that's, okay, all right, okay. And okay. he's talking about his girl that, like, was in Vegas and he had to, like, go in and lock the door because he didn't want her to see. And it's like, damn, you know some nigga out there was in that situation. A thousand percent. And so this goes back to what we said earlier is, like, when you can be vulnerable or can... Do you feel like... Let me preface, okay, you know what? Let me preface everything I'm about to say about this album and Drake. Mm. I understand that Drake is not thinking about Earl, Lonnie Hooks. Nope. He don't give a fuck about me. He not doesn't a give damn. A, he doesn't give a fuck about <laughs> how my mind works or trying to feed that. Yeah. Um, Drake is the biggest artist on the planet. Right. And he has a lot of people to cater to. Mm. So this is where I'll start this conversation before I even get into his music, actually. We talked about an artist on like the first album coming out. You imagine a starving artist in the fucking mom's basement. They're making music. They're, they're making music about what moves them, what they care about. It's meaningful to them. Right. And that's probably why they're doing it to just stay alive. It's mm. therapeutic. It's the way that they, the only way they know how to live is to just make music and get what's inside out. Yeah. Like they have to do right. it. And then they get a fucking record label. This is like the cookie cutter sort of story. Mm. Then they get a record label. They start getting looks. And people come to him and like, hey, listen, we love your heart and your soul and your mind and all that sort of shit. But like, you got to get some asses shaking out here. Yeah. Like you got, we got, we're trying to get you in the club. We're trying to get mm-hmm. you in the strip club. We're trying to get you played out. And like you, so you're not just going to be able to be conscious and outward thinking all this sort of stuff all the time. Like yeah. you, you can't do that. We're going right. to have to dress you up a little bit. Mm-hmm. My dad 
has spoken to me, not just about this podcast, but about things in general and say and says, Earl, when you're about to get into something, just have a, a clear idea. Just sit down and think about having a clear idea of what that thing is to you, what you want it to mean to you and just how big you want to expand it, because there might be a level of expansion that you don't actually want to get to mm-hmm. because it you may become a slave to it. Because now you've reached this level of success or, yes. or input, output, whatever. Yeah. And so now you have to remain doing that thing. Yeah, absolutely. And so I'm listening to this album. Mm. And I'm probably not as well versed in Drake as you are, OVO Mo. <laughs> <laughs> but, but I've listened to a lot of Drake. Yeah. Um. Do you feel like you've watched him grow, not as an artist, grow and mature and expand as a man? I had to, I had a feeling this this uh, question was coming. One, because I had a conversation with uh, another friend of mine earlier today about this. Okay. And he was like, basically, has Drake matured? Okay. And like he's always consistent like consistently rapping about the same. He's consistent about that. Okay. So you, okay. So we can have his, this conversation. Yeah. Here. Okay. Yeah. All right, cool. He's, You've he, already been opened up to this. Yeah. So and but but my my first answer back to him was, Well, like, what is he gonna rap about? Okay. I can definitely Because appreciate, I have an answer for that. Okay. Cause I will say this, I appreciate him not making up no and bullshit about I was in the streets doing this and doing that. Oh yeah, no. Nah. Like, I mean, I don't want him going. Like you I know mean, what I mean, every now and again he'll say something though. Yeah, he'll give you some ball. Yeah. Like I'll oh, kill it. But that's boss. because that's because he can probably hire someone, well, if he yeah. really, which he won't ever do. But uh, <laughs> you <laughs> listen, we're gonna get hung up on a lot of points, but, here, but, but it's all right. But, do you feel like Drake? Feel like Drake ain't killed nobody. <laughs> I don't, you feel like Drake ain't been? No, man. I don't, I don't. You don't even think he's been close enough to like maybe somebody think, touch somebody? I think, because I, I think, think it's crossed his mind, but I, I don't think, think... I think that when you got that sort of money and you in that deep, I think you can just give a wink to a nigga. Oh, for sure. And, and then now you have plausible deniability is what I'm saying. Like yeah. you never had a conversation with anyone, Yeah. but you know who the shooters are on your yeah. team. You but know he ha- who's, who will go beat someone he up. Even those. if it's just beat yeah. someone. You know those people. Yeah. And so you just got to be like. Oh, I'm sure that's how You just got to be like. Just, just shrug your shoulders yeah. at your friend or something like yeah. that. And he's like, bet. Yeah. And just leave the house. Yeah. You know, so I feel like something like that yeah. has happened. I don't think that Drake is really out here. No, I don't. Like putting 500 on someone's head. <laughs> like, yo, he's go not, get him. He, but if he wanted to, obviously yeah. he has. All the capability to do so, right? So every once in a while, he'll throw you some spicy bars. Yeah, so like, just to let you know that I can do. He this. had he had a line which I thought was hilarious on the knife talk or whatever. He okay. just says something like, "Spoiler alert, that nigga dies," like or something <laughs> like that. Like just just letting y'all know whoever struggled with me, like spoiler alert, like he's out of here. Yeah, I thought that was hilarious. Uh, so he can't get into that bag, but you're right. But he's not really out here trying to talk that talk like yeah. that. Yeah. Okay, so you're right. You appreciate that. I appreciate that too. So I'm curious to know what you would want him. What like what do you think his his next step would be? So I'm at the gym. Some of my best. Where you do your best thinking? Mind, shower, shitting, working out, shower, and meditating. I, I, I know you've talked about meditating a lot on this podcast. Thousand, yeah, 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 and yeah. That's one thing I, I wish I could fuck up. About yeah, it. I, I got. I want to get to a point where I can do it 
properly. Okay. Okay. I, f- I feel like anytime I've just, I'm not even actually, I've never sat down and like, all right, I'm about to meditate. Mm-hmm. But just times where I'm like, all right, let me just like not think about anything. Okay. I can't do it. Yeah, yeah. Immediately I start thinking about something else. Everything. Um, yeah, we'll talk more about but, that. But I do my best thinking. I would say in the shower, uh, early mornings on drive. Right, on drives. Right when you're thinking about like, how to I'm, when the I'm best you. Literally, that's when, and it's crazy because once lunchtime hits, like, I'm like, all right, I think I've done my thinking. <laughs> <laughs> Like, like I'm thought out <laughs> at this point. I'm, you know. I'm, I'm thought out, nigga. This is crazy. <laughs> Motherfuckers be thinking all day. Nah, bro. I give you half the day. We ain't doing this. All hey, day. we'll try this again tomorrow. That's funny. Uh, well, listen, half the day is better than nothing because that's what a lot of people are running off of. Okay, which is funny because you you you're asking me this question. What do you what would you like them to rap about? Mm. You just said that they're like these transcendental items that touch all of us. And that's kind of what I'm about to get to. I'm listening to it. I'm on a Stairmaster. I'm doing Rose. I'm just, I'm listening to the album. And then I'm like, I don't know. Again, we can get more in in, in the Kanye's album Mm. a little bit later. But the most replay value, this is the only, well, I'll tell you what. Most of the reason why this is going to get any replay value for me is because I go to the gym. Okay. When I'm in the car, you're right. I'm not really doing the music thing either. Mm. It, there's a few things I'm doing in the car. I'm listening to a podcast. It could be a Duolingo Spanish podcast. It could be Joe Rogan, Joe Budden. It, I mean, it could be just a bunch of people don't nobody know about because they just like scientists and stuff like that. It could be a lot of different things. I, it could be a TED Talk daily. Yeah. I could be listening to... I've been listening to a lot of classical music. Okay. Like the sort of music, it's called like pensive music, like just thoughtful music. It's just a lot of strings, piano. It seems like if you were watching a movie, like a drama, mm. and halfway through the movie, there was just a very pivotal point in the in the main character's story, and they're just like driving down a road and they're thinking really hard about yeah. what decision to make. Mm. That music. Okay. I've been listening to a lot of that music. Okay. Or nothing. And I'm just listening to the that's road. Actually, that's I'm just actually listening to very therapeutic. Wind, I love that. Yeah, birds chirping, whatever's going on. Yeah. So the only reason I've listened to these the way that I have is because I wanted to look. They just came out, biggest artists. I wanted to come listen to them and then have be able to talk about it on the pod. I'm not going to be listening to this in the, in the car. The way my life is set up, there's nothing else. There's no other situation for me to be playing this music unless I'm at the gym and there are a couple songs I can play from this mm. in the gym. Mm. We'll get into Kanye's album. As as musically genius as I think it is, if I'm cleaning the house on a Saturday, I'll probably put that on. Maybe I there's no other time I'm gonna be like continuously playing. Yeah. I'm not playing it at the gym. I'm not there's I'm not gonna be playing that album a whole lot, um, unless I'm doing something passive, like I said, cleaning the house. I'm listening to this album, and I'm realizing what I'm not getting. Now I've been an old nigga. You've been hearing me talk about stuff. I'm an old washed up nigga, so yeah. I understand that this is not going to be the sentiment <laughs> for people. Again, Drake is not thinking about me. He has worked himself to a place where I think my dad has been cautioning me about. Right? He he's he's been telling me about. He's been admonishing me about, which is you get so big, you have a million people to cater to. You got to have the strip club joints. You got to have regular club joints. You got to have the girl joints. You Mm got to have the street joints where you talking spicy. You got to have the rapper joints. You got to have the 
awesome R and B joints with Ty Dolla Sign. Like you yeah. gotta you gotta have a song about how have. you get along with your ex girl's friends better right, now. Right. Like you gotta have that song on there. <laughs> gotta have which it. is a hilarious. To- he has hilarious topics sometimes. He does. Like bro, I get along <laughs> with your friends better now. Like I know he's, it's fucked up, but I just do. He's petty. He is. <laughs> so he's worked himself to this place, and I'm thinking. I think I would not want to be him, and for a million reasons. Okay. One, I love me way more. Yeah. Uh, two, I, yeah. like I figured myself out. Like I can do this. I right. can handle this type of crazy. I don't know what Drake's really going through. I do know that on the beginning, on on Champagne Poetry, he does say that my heart is vacant and lonely. Mm. But I'm trying to make the most of this. Yeah. When you hear someone like Drake say, I'm trying, I'm just listen, I'm just trying to make the most of this. Yeah. My heart is cold and lonely and vacant. I believe him when he says that. Yeah. I believe what he's saying. So yeah. the question you have to ask yourself is, well, what's going on? Mm-hmm. Okay. I started running back the J. Cole album. Very I started, good album. I love that album. That album is crazy. And just the way it starts too. And I so I'm so I'm listening to the J. Cole album and I'm like, yo, I don't know if I'd want to be number one. Because then now that means that I can't get busy really the way that my, yeah. my that makes my heart and my soul yeah. feel good. Mm-hmm. J. Cole can come on here and give you a story about a friend of his that he used to know he was wrapped up in the drug game. J. Yeah. Cole was on a come up, that dude died. He yeah. can give you inspirational songs like uh, Hillside, whatever yeah. it's called. Yeah. Um, he can give you Let Go My Hand and talk about his relationship with his son and him mm. getting in a fight with Diddy at yeah. a point in time and him yeah. questioning whether putting substance into music music is even worth it yeah. because people don't even care. He can give you Pride is the Devil with Lil Baby and they yeah. just talk about pride and how it rips families apart and rips yeah. people's minds apart. He can give you Amari and give you sort of like a future type of flow on something, but it's conscious at the same yeah. time. Like he can do all these things. Watching Junior catch it off the backboard, like that's crazy. <laughs> like so, he can do all of these things in it, but it feels like substantial. It feels substantive. It feels like it's full bodied. Like you're giving me you. I also had to relax and tell myself that art for artists isn't always just expressing the most of your truth. Like that's not what the music business is about. That's what I should say. Okay. That's not what the music right. business right. is. So Drake is a businessman. Mm-hmm. He's sure. making those types of moves. Yeah. So I went back, started listening to Big Sean and, and, and I'm just like, yeah, I think I'd much rather be half of where Drake's at or a quarter of where Drake's at have my money and be able to make music that like my core group fucks with because mm. I'm doing nothing but talking about my family, yeah. my friends, where I'm at mentally, love interests. Like, but you're really, really talking about it. And as I'm going through Drake's album, because for me, I'm always looking for that. I'm always mm. looking for something profound or deep or just just some substance, like something I can really sink my teeth into. And so for this. I, I'm listen. He got bars, and he can sing, and he can do. He's he's good at all this. But you you fucking someone's bitch. <laughs> you better than you better than every other rapper. You got the, the you got the change. You got the jewelry. 
you throwing bags at the strip club, you hanging with Future, he's still popping whatever he's <laughs> popping and drinking whatever he's drinking. <laughs> Texting his son. Yeah, hey, yo. <laughs> your mama's over there. So. <laughs> you know, Young Thug's doing whatever he's doing. Rick Ross is being Rick Ross. Yeah. Lil Wayne is, and this is why I couldn't listen. Hey, to, but Wayne went off on that song. He like yeah, but that's the thing. I'll never argue that any of these artists don't have bars and that they can't yeah. come at you. But I'm like, Lil Wayne, how old? Like my nigga. That's the thing. We've been listening to you. I couldn't yeah. listen to Carter Five because but, of that. I'm but like, see, okay, so let me ask you this: So if Drake had dropped this five, six years ago, okay, would you be saying the same thing? If he had dropped this, he's thirty four. So if he dropped this at twenty eight, twenty nine, well, you this know exact what? same album. Well, I'm not even necessarily not saying it because again, one, I preface all this with he he's got to do it. Yeah, he's worked himself into this hole. Yeah, he's not going to be a Kanye in the sense of taking the largest risk of I, I'm putting out a gospel album. Yeah, like that's just that's yeah, what because Kanye's music now isn't what it sounded like. Never, it's never yeah, is. But every album Kanye has sounded something. It, it sounded different because it's a because something I've said about him and John Mayer, and this is why I was upset with John Mayer on his last album. You ain't mm-hmm. here, but 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 how, a, how, how you know I ain't here? You ain't listen to Sob Rock. That's the name of the album. Okay. Did you hear? But I, I no, I didn't. I'm but not saying that not... you haven't heard big John Mayer songs because <laughs> yeah. John Mayer songs that are huge. No, I, I mean, you just you, you've you... heard in J.C. Penney's or Macy's, <laughs> like or somewhere, like it was. Playing. It, it was the. It was the. You haven't heard it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, play, it's playing though. So it, it's like John Mayer's album came out, and I've already talked about this before. I'll do it real fast. It's called Sob Rock Concept Album. He's sobbing over rock ballads mm. for twelve songs, however many songs, and I'm thinking. Bro, you haven't put out an album in how long. People be listening to you. We know you're intelligent. We know you think about a lot of different things because we've been following you for a long time. Why are you crying on the album for 12 songs? Like, is this is this really what has inspired you? Is this really all you have to say at the moment? Because I have to come back and do a podcast every week, right? And I'm giving bars out for two hours at a time. Yeah. And it's a proper representation of where I am in my life. Right. Same as Kanye. Mm. That's why they all sound different. They're a proper representation of where he is in his life. He's being truthful about that. Okay. John Mayer did the same thing. Yeah. This thing, I mean, it, it could be, but it sound it sounds weird that you only have like one real sort of topic to talk about. So when Certified Lover Boy came out, I was like, okay, well, Certified Lover Boy, I should probably just get on get on board for him talking about chicks. That's what I thought it was. Right. Be. Yeah. I, he could be just living this life, and this is what is at the forefront of Drake's mind. But that's what it, there was a song. I'm trying to. I, I don't remember. It might be, um, the last song uh, without remorse. Mm. Um, or, spit, the, or, or he, gave, he gave us some in that too. It's the remorse, I think it was. But um, in any case, it was he had said something like, um, like I'm past my twenties, but I'm still living this life. Yeah, yeah, he did say that. Yeah, that did click when he said that and, to me. But to me, he's he's not lying. I mean, he's this is he's still out here like just lit, bro. I get exhausted listening to these niggas. <laughs> I get ex- I'm like, bro. But but then I have to think about. For me, you know, I listen to a lot of different music, so I think about, uh, you know, of the band, the the classic rock band Aerosmith. Yeah, 
Yeah. Steven Tyler, Joe Perry, they were labeled the toxic twins. These mm-hmm. motherfuckers was doing drugs. Like, they was real rock stars living yeah. that real rock star life. And they old now, but they was living that life for like 20, 30, I don't know how many years. Before decades. But that's they, all they know. Right. At, at that moment in time, that's all they know. So so right. I had to get out of my own mind because I'm doing all this growing and trying to yeah. learn things and all this. And I'm looking at Drake. <laughs> I'm like, okay, so you are really living this life. Yeah. I couldn't imagine flying from here to there, drinking, doing partying all the time. Like that shit is exhausting. I was thinking about that today because and I saw- And there's no way you put an album out like this if you're not doing that. You- yeah. I saw a video of him today um, and he was in Houston. Right. Like he was playing basketball in Houston today. Okay. And I was like, damn, like I just saw his story on Instagram last night, like late last night. And he was like, cause he had played like a Kanye, there was a, he leaked like this Kanye song. I don't know if you, you saw that. <laughs> That's hilarious. No, it was a, it was a Kanye song that was dissing Drake. Oh, okay. And Drake somehow obtained it. I don't know. Someone gave it to him probably. And wow. He played it and then he played like his, his diss back, I guess. Oh, that happened today? That happened, yeah. Oh, nah. I'm, yeah, we're going to have to play these after this. So, I need to hear these. This so, um, but yeah, so to me, I'm like, damn, like, how are you up so late? Like, you were you were on Instagram drinking, turning up. Y'all had a party. Mm. And then now you're on a flight. Like, now you're playing basketball a few hours later I in Houston. It. It's all you know. And because you're probably, you probably have something going on in Houston tonight at some club. Mm. So it's like, damn, man. Like, I don't, but at, the, at that point, like, that's just, you're, you're just, that's all they know. They don't know anything else. Yeah, no. Nah, it's so, kind of like what we know as like we have, we're programmed like, all right, I'm going to get up in the morning. You have a routine. Yeah, yeah. This is our routine. That's theirs. Yeah. You know, sleeping at sunrise. <laughs> all right. So so my thing is, so do you feel like because we do have these things that connect all of us and we, we know the things that are meaningful to us, mm-hmm. creating something that you care about, having meaningful relationships with people, right? Like these are things that that we actually care about like mm-hmm. on a on a deep human level mm-hmm. connectivity with other people like human relations creating something like having having something to do every day that you care about doing now if i'm like a j cole or anyone like that 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 never really got to that level where i have to please everyone or never even wanted to be that they were like no my people know who i am yeah. this is what i write i'm kind of like this is what I'm putting what's at the forefront of my mind and you going to fuck with me or you're not. Mm. Do you feel like Drake is happy writing music? Do you think that when he's in there and he has to crank out these hits and he has to rap about these things that. Do you feel like he would like to rap about other things? He would like to make music about other things, but he's not allowed to. For sure. Okay. Because he's hinted at wanting to make like such a off the wall, like completely different from what he's doing now. He's right. mentioned that in past interviews before. Um, but because, I mean, think about it. If you if you have the pressure of coming up every year, you like especially like, for example, DJ Khaled always counts on him to come out with that song for the summer on right. Khaled's album. You have that pressure on you every single year. Mm-hmm. You have the pressure of putting out an album right. every single year. So I think at some point, I'm sure early on it was fun. Right. But then now it gets to a point where it's like, damn, like And that's what my dad This was, this shit is like was saying. But to but me. at that point, like your dad said, you've dug yourself a hole. You're there. This you, is you, you gotta are. you just gotta embrace it at that point. 
Yeah, man. And that's that's yeah, that's a rough spot to be in because that's what I'm hearing as I listen to this. I'm listening to all these people that are still living this. Now, I don't know if if he has to live this so that he can write, so that he can give the music he's supposed to give, or if it's the other, I don't know if it's the chicken or the egg thing, or I don't know if he's, um, yeah, I don't know if he's living this so he can write about it, or I don't know, or I don't know if he's um, living this because he's just stuck in this lifestyle, so that's what he ends up writing about. Yeah. I, I, you know what I mean? Yeah, they go hand in hand. So so my thing is, if you're in that lifestyle, you know that probably those meaningful things are taking a back seat. Mm-hmm. If you're living a life that is, that is that radical, some of those other things are taking a back, a back seat to the mixy lit life. Yeah. No? That's... No, I, I can see I can see what you're what you're saying. But I mean he's so he's his last album before this was June or July twenty eighteen. Okay. That's when Scorpion came. So it's been three years, over right. three years now since the album has dropped. And he's he's mentioned before in past albums where sometimes like he'll be in the studio and he can't get bars off mm-hmm. because he's like, I just I don't know what to write because it it's become repetitive. Right. So I think he knows that. Okay. But then he also proceeded to say, then I'll go out and live life. Okay. So I'll go out for like a week, get on a jet. I don't know. He'll mm. probably go out somewhere and just kind of just live life and see what happens. Yeah. And then he can come back and maybe maybe it's just a matter of just clearing his head and then like he can get back to the bars. Mm. Um, okay. But it's also, maybe it's just a matter of he just, that it, he'll have something to talk about now. But I think he, he's just at a point now where like, because he's the biggest artist, he is in this corner now where he really has to live this life i don't think he like so if drake was just like hey i'm about to fall off right he could do that but one of those conversations back at fogo de chow uh was was about the joe budden podcast something came up real fast and it was i think joe on there at one point was just like i don't give a fuck about none of this stuff that we have to talk about today yeah but like this is what the fans want so like let's let's do it yeah and we spoke about that at the table. And I was like, yeah, I'm not going to become a creator so that I now have to do the thing that I don't want to do within that creation. Yeah, I, I don't want to turn that into a job. If you can be a creator and actually make something happen of it, like that's amazing. Yeah, that's an amazing but thing. I so, what... I, so I wouldn't want to take something beautiful like right, that right, and then taint it with. Well, now I just have to talk about these things. I'm a content creator, but I got to talk about a bunch of shit I don't give a fuck about. But I think that's why those guys like J. Cole, Kendrick, these guys, they give you the music, they'll go on tour, and you're not going to hear from them again. Because they're home with their families. Yeah. Just because, like, <laughs> because to like, But to them, they can stay true to their art. Yeah, way. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With Drake, it becomes like, okay, I have to put out music. I have to do this. I have to be a celebrity at the same time. I have to make appearances here. And yeah, Those yeah, guys yeah. aren't doing that, man. They're just... Like you said, they're with their families. And so and so that's sort of, you know, what I've thought about because I Austin, he actually was funny is he actually came over here like the day after the next day. He was still thinking about what I said. Yeah. And he was just like, hey, man, like, what was you saying about that the other day? Like, like, what do you mean? Like, you feel like it's really selling out? Like, if you just 
if you just try to give the people what they want, I'm like, well, I understand it's a balance. Yeah. Like, right? Like, you can't just be talking and nobody give a fuck about mm-hmm. what you're talking about. Like, you want to be relatable. I, I, I get that. But one, I think something that's being relatable is getting down to, like, those basic fundamental things that we can all touch on that connect all of us. Yeah. So that's one thing. It, it keeps them humble. And again, Drake does a good job about, like... With bringing us into his world, like we know what the fuck he's talking about. You feel like you know Drake? I feel like I know him. Don't you don't think you don't you don't think after hearing all his music, you don't feel like you just know this guy? Like if you were to meet him, you wouldn't. You wouldn't. I feel like me. I, okay, let me take that back. I'll say me personally. If I'm if I were to just meet him one day, I feel like you feel like you know what the energy is. Yeah, like I don't feel like I'm gonna see anything different. Hmm. Okay. I, I know who this guy is at this point. Okay. And maybe I'm completely wrong. I, maybe, but then also again, see, and this is why, by the way, this is why you're over your mo. Because you don't give, you don't drop, oh, well, you know, in this interview, he said this. Well, actually, there was this one time, I saw the text one time when he said this. Like, you're dropping all the Drake knowledge, and that's why we say this, by the way. That's why you yeah. was at the front of the concert <laughs> conducting the rest of the crowd. But no, no I know, I, I completely... I, I see. I see what you're saying. I, I just. But at the at the same rate, he's also had this long run now. Look where he's consistently, and it's only getting bigger every year. Right. Since 2009, where he really kind of came onto the scene, it's only gotten bigger. And so, like, how now, big do you need to get? Uh, maybe that's the question. I, I, I think at this point, <laughs> they are. Like, what are you trying to do? They are slaves to this. They right. They just because because. Kanye, we can get in. Oh, I never even gave you my track. So listen, real quick, fair trade. That shit is crazy. That shit Yo, is hard. Listen, but this is this is kind of what I'm talking about. Let's see. Uh, uno, dos, tres, and I'll show you my face imitation. And they threw dirt in the dirt that they threw on my name, turned the soil in. I grew up out it. Time for y'all to figure out what y'all gonna do about it. <laughs> Let's see what is it? No, because then he starts talking. I'm really that's what what I'm really talking about. Uh, look, don't invite me over if you throw another pity party. Looking back, it's hard to tell where I started. I don't know who loved me, but I know that it ain't everybody. I can't love her; she a busybody. I get that. <laughs> <laughs> Baby, you can't. If you want me, can't be turning up with everybody. Can't be just fucking on just anybody. What song is this? This is fair trade. Fair trade. Okay. I got feelings for you. That's the thing about it. You know that it's something when I sing about it. (laughs) Mama used to be on disability, but gave me this ability. (laughs) And now she walking with her head high and her back straight. I don't think you feeling me. I'm out here being everything they said I wouldn't be and couldn't be. I don't know what happened to them guys that said they would be. I I said, see you at the top, and they misunderstood me. I hold no resentment in my heart. That's maturity. And we don't keep us on it. When we don't keep it on us anymore, it's with security. (laughs) So there are like these glimmers that he gives me. I'm like, damn, if I could just if I could just have a little bit more of Drake talking to me about how his mom had disabilities and he grew up out the dirt. He, he found his way. I mean, he's, he's accomplished so much. Yeah. And he was able to come back to his mom and help her out regardless of what any fuck Mm -hmm. people said about what he was capable of or what he could pull off. 
I like those bars. I like that. Tell me about how you helped your mom. That's what I like. Tell me about. Okay. I want. I want to track about. How do you feel about being a dad, Drake? No, not a bar. I want a song about how do you feel. Not a March Fourteenth. I want. I, wa- I want a song about how so, do you feel about going into fatherhood and what it's like. Are you? What are you scared about? What are you happy? What are you excited about? What? Tell us. Tell us. I know that you built good rapport. Co-parent of the year. I get that. Cool. <laughs> How'd that happen? How did you so, okay, how did so you do that? I, I think, and this goes back to the celebrity thing. Because early on, he was definitely doing that. Thank me later. Okay. Thank me later for sure. Okay. Take care for sure. I mean, he had a uh what was the song called? Look what you've done on, okay. on Take Care. Okay. That was that song was, I mean, you could feel it. Mm-hmm. And then nothing was the same as well. Okay. When, when songs like Too Much. Okay. Um, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. For sure, for sure, for sure. And I think after that, that's where his superstar kind of took another level because after that, he had dropped. Um, well, if you're reading this, is too late. That's when it kind of, that kind of, that was a big step for him. And then views after that. Oh, yeah. And that kind of just took off because yeah. that was like a lot of, Afrobeats, yes, yeah, yeah. pops, we, a lot of radio stuff. So, like, now you have, you ushered in this whole, you got the mic, the megaphone out. You yeah, called in all these people now, demographic, yeah. and so now you got to cater to them on because they're not going to want to sit there and listen listen to look what you've done. You might have a small percentage of people that want to listen to that, right? But overall, when you speak to the average fan that says, "Hey, I'm a I'm a Drake fan," mm. they don't they can't relate to. The, I mean, they don't know those songs, right? Because they don't know Drake of 2013, 2009, and and further back. So, I think once he's he stepped into that role, mm. like you said, now he just has to embrace it. Like he he can't. I say he can't. I think he can. Right. I think it's just a to him. It's an ego thing as well. Right. Like I'm at the top. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna continue showing you guys. I'm at the top. Right. I'm gonna get all these plaques. I'm gonna get, I'm gonna do yeah, all these yeah, numbers. Yeah. And I'm gonna show you I'm that nigga. Kanye, probably. I think that Kanye thinks he's also that nigga. Yeah. Uh, I think a lot of people think that about Kanye. Yeah. Kanye put out Donda. Gospel album. They said. Mm. Um. I didn't really care too much for the bars on it. Like the rapping was like, eh. Because for me, once it, once people started rapping, it was like you had to do what you had to do within the confines of a gospel album. Yeah. And you had to try to... He got a, did a decent job, I guess, getting people to give a little bit more of themselves on it. Yeah. baby came up on Jail Part 2, mm. which, you know, there's been a whole bunch of talk about. But yeah. one, I want to know who helped the baby write that. Two, <laughs> two because... He doesn't. I guess sometimes it 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 does matter who it just matters who you're around because if you're in a studio with whomever the fuck, you're not gonna do what you would do in a studio with Kanye, right? Or if you're in a studio by yourself, you're not gonna do what you would do with Kanye or with J Cole or yeah. something like that. So these people are trying to get you to be a bit more conscious. Give us a little bit more of your life. Like what's going on? Yeah. Pretty much, what Kanye is doing with these people is he's he's asking them. Hey, what's at the forefront of your mind? All right, record. He's asking them the same question I'm asking people. Yeah. What's on the forefront of your mind? Like, what's really like the fuck the rapper shit? What's going on? Like, just just for one song, give the people what's real to you. One song, and then you can go back to your album and and, and just fuck people's bitches all day long. Yeah. You can do whatever it is you want to do over there. The baby had a great verse for that. Mm. Um. 
aside from that, didn't really care for the bars too much. I think sonically it was amazing. I think that musically, like the, the it's album absolutely as a whole. insane. Yeah, just the Come to Life, which is one of my favorites, if not my favorite on there. Crazy instrumentation. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah, it just sound like to me, it sounds like diamonds falling from the sky. Okay. Just high, high piano and strings. It just sound and he's singing. I, I'm more so like a lot of those types of songs where there's there's trumpets, there's pianos, there's strings. But, it's like an orchestra, and they're just singing about God and Jesus and all that. And it's a whole lot easier to listen to as a secular person or from any other religion if you just take God and Jesus and then just make it your God. Make and, it your yeah, God. like it gets a lot easier to listen yeah. to when you do that. Yeah. No, I to me how I felt about Donna was like one I felt like it was unfinished. That gets catchy. Don't man, don't ever start an yeah. album like that again. It, Go ahead. It, it, it um, I, f- I felt like it was unfinished. Okay. I felt like, but at the same time, it also kind of made me feel like I'm in Kanye's mind, which is all over the place. Yeah. And that's how I felt at certain points in the album. Like, where is this album going? Yeah, I think, but that's why I say he's one of the worst communicators. Yeah. He works. If he was a a painter. He would be working, I think, in like abstract splatter yeah. paint art. Yeah. And so when you have someone like that and you're listening to them talk, you have to really be there. You yeah. have to really listen. Okay, because so- they're gonna say a bunch of things. And all these things, there is a thread that connects all these things, but it's not obvious. Let me ask you a question. Go for it. Why early on, why why didn't we ever see that with Kanye? Um, I think that we saw the mental deterioration of a human being. Okay. Yeah. I think, you know, he's like, he's going to have his superpower. He's just going to be musically inclined. Like that's yeah, not, that's go- just, always, that's not going that's anywhere. just always, who we, that's just what's going to be there. Yeah. But I think, you know, stuff happened. His mom died, yeah. you know, and I feel like ever since then it was just, it was just different. Yeah. Uh, and then he only got bigger and bigger and bigger and more famous and more time. famous and yeah, yeah and, and then he was drinking a lot of alcohol and stuff like that like that's been in his music yeah. so he was walking when he did the whole Taylor Swift thing he was walking a red carpet <laughs> with a bottle of Henny yeah. so like that's just how he used to rock so I think that just through the years things didn't go very well for him in that department mm. in the mental health department Yeah, and I think we just got to see the development of that really yeah. okay that's fair. I can agree with that. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I think it, it sort of happens that way. Plus, when you start uh, becoming more isolated, mm. you just be around you and your thoughts. Yeah. And that's not good for that long. Right. Like You got to get out. You got to be social. You got to touch the city. You got to talk to different people. You mm. can't just be with you and your thoughts alone for forever. And for just, sure. And just some other people that say yes to everything that you want. Yeah. Yeah, no, nah, that's not that's not no, healthy. That's not, yeah. that's not because then once you step outside of that and their cameras and microphones, you talking and people are like, "What the fuck are you? T- where have yeah, you been at? What are you talking yeah. about?" That's that's why who's around you is so so important. It's extremely important, but yeah. that's what brings me back to the music is he's he's getting people to say things that they wouldn't have normally said. Um, but yeah, sonically, I felt like it was awesome. Bars, yeah, it was like and like it was cool. Like there were some bars here and there. The bigger point for me in all of this was just that Kanye, as big as he is, decided he was going to be who he was. 
and yeah. always has. And he's like, listen, this is what I'm doing. This is my this is my faith. This is what I believe in. I'm trying to speak truthfully through this. And this is what it's going to be. And so I'm just I think I'm just looking for the evolution. Hip hop is still new. Seeing Jay-Z get older and put out a 444 is awesome. Yeah. Seeing people get older and mature and try to give you game. He's talking to us about, you know, cheating on Beyonce and his daughter and him, his heart breaking for the day that he has to have that conversation mm -hmm. with his daughter about what happened between him and Beyonce. And he's talking, he's talking to us about investing. He's talking about a yeah. bunch of, you know what I mean? He's, just, he's talking about some big boy yeah. stuff. So I think I'm just looking for an evolution at a certain artist that I probably may not get. And that's okay. I'm trying to figure out what the fuck is going on with Future. I don't listen to him. Now that. <laughs> that's a different, that's a whole different thing. That Future's a whole other, like, just. I feel like being in a relationship with Future is probably so draining. I don't even know why you would want. Like, I can't listen to a feature of his without thinking that. You, you explain this to me because I don't listen to him. Yeah. <laughs> How do you listen to Future and like really like women? <laughs> like, yeah. like, like them, like as people? Because I don't, I, I, I can't, there's only but so much of the toxicity that you can really handle. Cause, but I feel him, man. Oh, see that, see that, come on, see, look, I knew this was gonna happen. But I, I feel, but I feel, I fuck these bitches. <laughs> no, man, and, like, and so that's the thing. So you're you're going to it because you understand it. You can feel, yeah, it. like, see, I'm, I can't understand that. But why can't is, you? But this is slightly telling. <laughs> what? Because because I I don't have this relationship with when, when I'm even when I'm just running around swinging my dick around like a lasso <laughs> for the last seven years like I it, it was it was still never that like yeah everything wasn't always cool but I think I took a lot of accountability for certain things that went wrong and even when it was okay. definitely 1000% the other person's fault for something it's you you gotta you gotta unpack what's really going on. Yeah. You can't just be like your mama's a hoe. You can't just text <laughs> you can't just text your son and tell him that his mom is a hoe. Yeah, but future isn't gonna give you bars. He's just gonna say some shit that you like, damn, that's some real shit. All right, but what's real though? Give me a, a future what what um it's you can you can Talk about the turmoil and the ups and downs and a lot of the downs that you've had with women. But there's a way of going about doing it that doesn't that doesn't involve constant perpetual degradation of women. Yeah. So I'm a I'm a huge R and B fan. Okay. Like I listen to R and B most of the time. Okay. I'm listening to rap. And so when I come to listen to Future, and especially when he when when he's doing his Hendrix stuff, okay, I get where he's trying to go with it. Okay, I get that like he at the end of the day he he this is all coming from hurt. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, for sure, right? Yeah. So R and B is just there's a there's a there's a way they do it. It's 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 okay, right? It's you can it's easier to swallow and, and digest. Right? Yes. When it comes to future, you're, 
He's just like, nah, fuck you, bitch. Like, well, so, so, and you know what? I, so I get what he's trying to get at. People say, like, Kevin Samuels, is he still popping, by the way? He, or did that come and go? He, I, I don't know. <laughs> he, he's, he's still doing his he's thing. He's still hot? Yeah. Not hot, but he's still doing his thing. Okay. Yeah. Because he came out, and a lot of, like, almost every interview I saw, he's saying, listen, two plus two equals four, no matter who's saying it. Mm. People, they're not, they're not really combating what I'm saying, because what I'm saying only comes from statistics and all this research that I've done from being in this industry for however many years he's been doing this. He's been like an image consultant, all this sort of stuff for yeah, yeah. like a decade or more. Right. They just don't like how I'm saying it. Well, Kevin Samuels, I have something for you. In communication, and he ought to know this if he's, if he's deals with communication, mm. most of what people give a fuck about is how you say something. That's true. So so when you come out and you say, yeah, you a ugly bitch and you got <laughs> and you got kids and don't nobody want to take care of the kids, like, yeah, like, okay, but like you can have some class, like you can find a way to tidy it up. Like you don't have to say that. Yeah. So when you say R and B does that, that's kind of the artistry in it. Right. So when he says this and again and again and he's dogging women again and again and again. And they're clearly only really accessories to him, mm. just like a bag or a watch. Yeah. Oh, how old is Future? <laughs> Future's old. I think he's like 30. I don't say old, but older. He's like 38. Yeah, bro. 39. Yeah, come, like bro, come on. <laughs> but Future also came on to the scene late. So I think that people think. Yeah, but you're 38. To, but to, to, to the masses, I don't think people know that. He looks like an older dude. Like, he don't look like he's one of the young boys. Everybody, see, most of the people in rap are young. So we know what young people look like yeah. in the rap game. Future don't look like them. <laughs> Future don't look like Roddy. But <laughs> I don't think those guys, like, are, I, this is this is their life. I know, I know. But, okay, so that's what I'm saying is this is his life. But at some point, I'm going to have to be like, yo, why is this my life? <laughs> I but see, but do you want to live that lifestyle so that you can make this music, or are you just making this music because this lifestyle is something that you've just been trapped in? So that's that's the whole I think dichotomy. On the, on the other side of the coin, we also don't know what their lifestyle is really like. We have an idea of what it's right. like, but we don't know what they're going through on a daily basis. Right. So to them, it's like when they're and it's and it's almost unbelievable for me that they're not that they aren't dealing with regular human stuff. And I would mm. just like to hear about that. Like you're a human, yeah. you're dealing with something that's regular human and it doesn't have to do with you throwing a million at the, at the strip club. Yeah. And whatever your relationship was and how you broke it off with her and she's a bitch and you're going to fuck all of her friends for it. <laughs> right. Like, like there's something deeper to you. I know that there is strictly off you being a human. Yeah. There's something deeper to you. And I don't get, I don't ever hear it. Especially not on features. He's yeah. just coming on. But I think Future probably just also has, he has a difficult time elaborating or expressing himself in that way. Yeah. And the way he, he only knows how to do it is right. the way we've seen him do it mm. through his music, which is, I mean, it's, it's direct. Okay. And that's, and as we've seen like in, in articles and TMZ stuff all the time, like this is really is how he communicates with his, <laughs> the women in his life. What do you like about this podcast? What do I like? Sometimes when I'm talking and you may have, because it, it, it may seem like some abstract art, yeah. but 
I'm I'm working it. It sounds good together. I like that you and Keon as well can elaborate on a lot of topics. Right. And you you don't just brush over anything. Okay. If yeah, there's something yeah, yeah. that gets covered or that gets brought up, you're mm-hmm. like, you know what, let's get into that. Let's dive into it. Yeah. And let's break it down mm-hmm. and have that conversation. Um and because otherwise, if you didn't do that, you would kind of just run out of topics eventually. If you're brushing over a lot of stuff, yeah, you're not, it's not, it, as we've seen, you're uncovering more, you're going to dive into something else. And then from there, you're going to take another left exactly. turn or right turn and you're going to exactly. end up somewhere else. You're like, how that's did, gonna how end, did we- That's going to end up connecting to yeah. something else as you talked about. And then you're like, how did we even end up here? Right. So I think that's my favorite thing about this podcast, especially for me personally, mm-hmm. because I listen to this podcast while I'm at the gym. Yeah. So I'm at, I'm getting my work in, but I feel like I'm talking to my friends. Right, right, right. So that was a very good point that you brought up. That I have to dive in. Like I said, there's never a black and white for me. So every time I see something, like I'm easily interested in stuff. Like there's just like this childlike curiosity in me. Yeah. So anytime someone brings up a topic, this lateral thinking happens where I connect whatever that person just said to like 10 different things. Mm -hmm. And so I'm just trying to figure out which road I want to take, like what I want to talk about and how I want to talk about it. And if I want to switch lanes at any point in time or whatever, I couldn't do this podcast if I wasn't speaking what's true to me. Mm. I, 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 I would be sad. I would be heartbroken if it got to a point where that was the case. Yeah. That's what would happen. And people would hear it. Yeah. I I don't know what else to do. So it's interesting because I feel like to some degree, I'm doing it for the niggas that can't. Like I'm only speaking what's true to me or what intrigues me or what keeps me curious, what keeps me moving on this podcast. And I just, I can't, I can't deal with anything outside of that. I've become so... Uh, so in tune with truth mm. and wanting to just get a closer and closer relationship with truth. Yeah. And anytime there's a, an opportunity to lie, which the world gives you a million a day, mm. it, the reason's never good enough for me. Like I never, sometimes you think you might be trying to, um, even Drake said a lot about this. Some about I only lie to people I got to protect. Or something yeah. like that. I only lie to the ones I, I got to protect. Lies to who I got to protect. Yeah, you know, no, nah, I'm telling you, I'm telling you because it's it's about. Well, sometimes I think that we fool ourselves into thinking that this lie is going to protect this person. Mm-hmm. I, and it may even be an error, but I err on the side of. I'm gonna tell you the truth. Yeah, I'm just gonna tell you the truth, and we're gonna let the cards fall where they may. Mm. You know, like that's just that's just kind of what's going to happen here because I feel like truth is never wasted. And someone was asking me. I told you that uh, through asking people to be on the podcast, one of the main things is, oh, you know, like what what do I talk about? Am I supposed to bring content? Like what what's going on? Are you just gonna freestyle it? And then someone asked me. Do you ever feel like you should have had a better interaction with someone? You should have said something else. You should have expressed it differently. You should have did this, should have did that. At the end of the day, when you're going to sleep, do you you replay conversations and yeah, stuff like that with sure, people? For sure. Why do you do it? 
I actually do this a lot at the gym. Okay, <laughs> I feel like I make I make a lot. This motherfucker in the gym. Listen, if you <laughs> no, haven't no. noticed, he's strong. <laughs> he is in the gym. Listen I feel to the like, podcast in the gym. He's thinking about his relationships with people in the gym. I was thinking about this um, maybe a couple weeks ago, but I've noticed, and I'm sure you probably get this. You obviously you see a lot of the same people at the gym, right? Yeah, especially if you're you guys are all on the same yeah, schedule. For sure. And there's people that you kind of make eye contact with. And you're like, hey, what's up, man? What's up, man? But you could tell there's that that one or, you know, two, three, four people, who, however it may be, that you could tell they kind of want to go out of their way to come say hi to you. Okay. And you are, in my case, I'm locked it's in. It's so funny because there's so many people that go to the gym right now listen, that are going to be listening to this. <laughs> and they're like, Mo, no, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Like, no one wants to talk to yes. me at the gym, Mo. Goes- It's just you. <laughs> it's just you. No, so I'm locked in. I'm yeah. locked in. But then, then like, you can tell there's someone kind of making eye contact with you okay. that like wants to say hi to you. Okay. And me, I'm very like, when I'm in the gym, I'm kind of just, I'm trying to get in and trying to get out. Okay. Usually end up in conversation with, with with a few people in there that I know, mm-hmm. but there's there's people in there that you feel like want to have a conversation, want to get to know you, mm-hmm. and I feel like sometimes if I take those two minutes to kind of just like engage in conversation with that person, mm-hmm. uh, I think it would just make that situation I want to say better, but just a representation of who I am. Okay, better that I'm not just brushing anyone off or right. any or anything like that. So. Lately, I've made it more of a point to just go walk over there and like dap them up or right, say what's right, up, right. man. Like, how you doing? What you yeah, working yeah, on today? Yeah. And just have like a quick conversation with them. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas in the past, I've kind of just like, hey, what's up, man? Like, keep it moving. Just right. because I'm like, I'm trying to get my work in and I'm trying to keep it moving. So, I it kind of goes back to what I said. It's just make, being a better person. I want to have a positive impact in someone's life mm-hmm. um, in, in any way um possible and just i like when someone thinks of me i want them to think something good of me right, so like yeah, yeah, yeah. if all they're going to take important. from me at the gym is that hey man this guy i just know him from the gym he says what's up like right, that's yeah. it and he's a, he asks how i am like how mm-hmm. my day that may work do wonders for oh, someone for sure. you know thousand percent. so if that's all that it does cool like mm-hmm. that i'm happy with that yeah so that's why and from from that gym example that's why i do that mm. from a work example obviously i want to make myself better okay so sometimes i sit back and i think about what i said to my manager i'm like what the fuck was i saying that was so stupid why did i say that that's okay, okay. but it's like i learned something and then now that i know where my mistake was or where i could have improved on i'm like okay well yeah that was so stupid i should have never said that right but that's why i go through those like conversations again mm. and then i apply that like i said gym work personal relationships, family, like you always, because I'm always in a, in a constant state of wanting to be better, mm. you're never going to be perfect, but there's always room for improvement. Right. So I asked you, you know, where you do your best thinking, uh, if you think about the relationships or the engagements you've had with people for the day, and I asked you why. Mm. Now, I think a lot of people would share that sentiment. That's why most people do it. They yeah. just want to look back and maybe try to clean up something that they did for the next time. I was like, okay, you know what? That was stupid. I shouldn't have said that. Yeah. There's a certain anxiety that can come with that for certain people because then right. you're just constantly thinking about the next conversation and what you're going to do and mm-hmm. all this sort of stuff. And that's that's just wild. Yeah. I look back on it for analytical reasons, but it's never, why did I say this? What I was telling the person asked me, do you ever, do you ever think about what you should have said? 
I've worked myself to a place where my engagement and my relationship with truth, right? Like mm-hmm. I'm trying to engage as much as possible that I really wear my heart on my sleeve. Like this is who I am all the time when yeah. I'm on here, these podcasts with people listen to this that's is, who I, yeah, like I you. got, I got yeah. nothing. You see the socks. Yeah. Like I'm just, yeah. this is just who yeah. I am. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so I know that in engagements, such as this one, mm. this whole time I'm engaged, I'm present, I'm saying no lies right. at all about right. anything. Yeah. I'm setting this whole thing up, even if it's just something that would have been awkward for someone else. Like, so you and I are homies by association, like by affiliation, yeah. but like, what's going on with that? Like, yeah. that's weird that we've never had a conversation. Like, that could be a weird thing. Yeah. And I get that. And this aligns with you saying that it would be very difficult for a lot of artists such as future to engage and express on that, in that lane. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. I, I, I'm not afraid of what people think about. Like, I don't, I don't care. Yeah. I don't, I genuinely (laughs) don't care. Like as long as I'm being true to myself, I, I legitimately don't care. Yeah. It's it's really it's really a gift. It's really awesome. I like really feel proud of myself. Like I don't give that's a, a fuck. Yeah, that's I really good. don't. And so and so once you get rid of that, then you can tell the truth a whole lot more. Right. Uh, once you stop deluding yourself into thinking that you're rescuing people and saving people from the truth, you can tell a whole lot more. Yeah, absolutely. Once you clear your mind through practices such as exercise, meditation, whatever. Mm-hmm. Now you have it at the forefront and you can articulate quicker, more fluidly. For sure. Right. With more clarity. So there just don't be reasons for me because you're telling a lie because you ha- there's a fear there. Mm-hmm. You're, you're fearful of something right. happening that you don't want mm-hmm. no parts of. I, I'm not going to say I want the smoke, but I don't I don't care about confrontation that way confrontation to me is the same as us having a happy conversation to be honest it's just because it doesn't have to be nothing crazy like i'm never raising my voice or calling nobody out of their name like that's not going to happen either but for me that sort of tension gives opportunity i think so most people are like nah like i'm just trying to keep the peace i don't want to that's that's keon yeah. Keon's a peacekeeper (laughs) he said it on here a million times i just want to keep the peace i don't want no problems i don't want no none of that I'm like, nah, go ahead and bring it on. Because it's it's I only see opportunity in it. Yeah. Something can come out of this if it's done correctly. And I happen to have the tools to be able to do that correctly. Right. So on just all levels, I say all this to say that on all levels, I can only be truthful. That's just who I am. I can yeah. only just you're, talk you're, and express as truthfully and as fully as possible. You're you're also a very good speaker. And you can, yeah, you can get off what you have to say very well. Yeah. So, a lot of times there's people that can't do that. But and but, I think, but, but, but those are for certain reasons, and right because now you're asking like, what makes a good communicator? What makes a good conversationalist? And I've I've read mad books on it. That's what I studied. That's what I love. Yeah. It's just an innate ability as well as the skill and the mm-hmm. research, but. Some of the things that get in the way of people expressing themselves the way they want to is the fear of telling the truth about themselves or about a situation. Yeah. Like that stops people from expressing themselves 
as fluidly as they would like to all the time. That's one of the many things that stop people from being as expressive and as articulate as I am. That's one of the it's many other things, but that's one of them. That's okay. why I bring it yeah. up. That's why I bring it up. Yeah. That's all. No, that that that's that's a very interesting point. Yeah, yeah. So so you know, and then and then you just have, you know, vocabulary, things to talk about because you could just find yourself I I find myself the more I read books. Mm-hmm. That's how that works. Yeah. That's how that that's works. where I really because if you're just amongst your friends all day, you're only getting like a cycle of words. That's it. Like yeah. they only know yeah. but a cycle. So of I words. have I have this thing. Um, so I have the dictionary app. Oh, right? yeah, it, gives, it gives you the word, word oh, yeah, of the day. Yeah. Right. But then I also <laughs> it's kind of corny, but I have a, in my notes. I have a list of words mm-hmm. that I, I'll select like out of those. Well, not out of those specifically, but just words that I've come across that I've never used. OK. And I'll put them Try in my it. notes app. Trust. I'll put their definition mm-hmm. and then just slowly start incorporating them into my okay. everyday life. What's the newest one? What you got? My newest one. Is it, is it today? I mean, today's day? No, this one. I haven't updated. Honestly, I after the wedding. Oh, okay. Um, I haven't updated it, which was a couple weeks ago. Ancillary. 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 Yeah. Well, 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 you know, there are two different ways. No, that's more so like American where to say I, for some reason, say it more like a Brit. But yes, why, why is it that you why is it that you say it more? Like I think Brit? to me, I just like ancillary more. Okay. What? How did you say it again? Ancillary, 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 ancillary. I can't I, even say a, it now. That other L's not there. Ancillary. It's A N C I L L A R Y. Right. So it can't be ancillary. Okay. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You throw mad L's and double R's and otherwise. That's kind of like earlier when we first started this conversation, when you said, um, you know, when you kind of come across someone that you don't remember. Yes. And you don't remember that remember their name. I'm like, hey, what's up? Like you pretended like you know. I wouldn't even try to get that off. Because I, I went to go see Candyman and there was a chicken there. I go in to ask you for a couple cups of water. I didn't want no ice and none of that stuff. I just go get a couple cups of water for me and my friend. And there's a chick standing there talking to the guy. She's drinking a glass of wine because, you know, Centerville, they be drinking, serving drinks. Yeah, yeah. So she's like drinking a glass of wine, talking to the guy. And she's like, oh, like it's the worst when they're excited. Yeah. She was like, oh. And I looked at her and I was like, Fuck. Like in my mind, I drawing a blank. I knew that I was supposed to know her though. I knew that I was. Supp- Did you recognize her face? I knew that this person was someone that I probably knew in middle school. Okay. Like I knew, like, oh, that's you're from that era. Yeah. Like, I yeah. could place her from back then. Yeah. But I had no. I I I didn't have a name. So I was like, oh shit, that's crazy that you're here right now. Like, yo, what's up? And I came over and like gave him a hug, and then. <laughs> and then they, they looked at my friend I was with and they were like, oh, hey, I'm so-and-so. And then I was like, okay, cool. So I didn't have to, yeah. like, I didn't have to do what they introduced themselves. But I still didn't, even with the name, I didn't know where I knew them from in the slightest. Yeah. And then I go in the, the <laughs> I go in the theater and I sit down and like the trailers are playing or maybe we're just, we're just sitting there waiting for the trailers to start. And it, it hits me. I'm like, oh. I know who that person was. We weren't close, but I dated their sister. Wow. That's if I had known who the person was 10 minutes ago, that would have been a much better conversation. Mm-hmm. Like I would have had some other things to say than just, oh, this, that's crazy. Oh, 
yeah. and then give him a hug and then saying nothing else. I just kind of like got my water and left. So just, there, there could have been a, hey, how's your sister doing? Hey, what's going so on? So did you see them on the way out? Nah, I never saw him again. Uh, yeah, I was so, going to so say, on the it. way out, you could have been like, hey, what's yeah, up? Yeah. You know? Yeah, so no. Or so, just, hey, that movie was crazy. <laughs> but just to let them know that you know their name. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just yeah, to yeah, make yeah, it a point. Yeah, just to bring it back. Yeah, yeah for sure. Because I am into that too. I just want to make sure that every time I leave someone, they, they're in good spirits. Yeah. So that their conception of me is feel good. Yeah. When I just I, I I don't necessarily remember everything I talked to Earl about, but I just know that I feel good when I'm around. Right, him. I right. know that. Yeah, and that's what sticks exactly. around with people anyway. Yep, exactly. And something I I do I make a practice of I make it a point to do is always actually it usually happens uh, pretty naturally, but always bringing up like small tidbits that happened in prior conversations. Right. And then bringing them in. I just happen to have yeah. a fire ass memory. That That's way. good. Yeah, yeah. That's and good. then bring in because then people are like, oh shit. Yeah. You remember that my fucking aunt had a club foot and she yeah. was going. And it's the most of weirdest random stuff that you. you yeah. Know, yeah. Yeah. No, those are the coolest things to pull something out of. Yeah. Like what people. People don't worry about the details as much as they should. Mm. But the devil's in the details. Facts. Right. Like that's like that's that's really where the prime time sort of content is that's where the gold is but people be skimming over details yeah so when you say that i'm always unpacking things that's what it is to me like i I just i always see i mean that's what that's honestly what (laughs) that's what is always my biggest takeaway whenever like when especially when we used to always be at mikey's crib is it'd be two in the morning Mm. and you guys are having a whole ass debate about yeah. something that started at twelve thirty, <laughs> <laughs> but it's because you guys have gotten into so many specifics. Yeah, for sure, for sure. For that sure. I, you one, you've lost me. Yeah, because yeah. I'm like it's already late, bro. I'm trying to go to see. It's too much. But Those you guys, are never, yeah. But they're, you guys like fun, I, I iron out everything. Yeah, I'm cool with this, just not at two two in the morning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like you said, you're done thinking by noon, by lunchtime. <laughs> So you definitely ain't doing it at two a.m. I like I'm ready to go, bro. Like this, it is, ain't no, this, it ain't no two a.m. in Manassas. Yeah. That's not where your bar, nah, when your bars come I'm out. Not, nah, I'm not dropping no bars. <laughs> two a.m. in Manassas. But at the same time, like that's why I appreciate like having you guys and like that group of friends because I have like I have different groups of friends. Right. Yeah. And with with all of them, you ought to, I think. Right. Yeah. And like I even have like work friends, mm-hmm. and I'm we constantly talk. But like I know my conversations with them, I know my conversations with my other group of friends. Like, right. And so with you guys, I know what I'm gonna get. I'm gonna mm-hmm. get debates at the about the most like, right interesting topics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we got RJ thinking, you know, he what he, he can do he can everything. do everything. Yes, <laughs> yes. So he, like, you know, he he's, he said you're gonna run for mayor. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I was like, what's your campaign? Like, what are you selling us? He was like, first thing we're gonna do is we're gonna widen suddenly. <laughs> We're going we gonna to widen it. We're going to get another lane on suddenly. You know what I'm saying? Hey. But he hey. just came up off the top. And I was RJ, like, hey. RJ would be the black Trump. He's just going to sell you the dream. I think that's what he said, too. <laughs> wait, wait. We're, we're going to kill them all. Yeah, yeah. Like, just make it. Like, all right, cool. He said something. He was like, we're going to link up with hard grind. <laughs> You only know if you live in Manassas. Oh, man, but that was fucking hilarious. Oh, yeah, my God. Man. Yeah, but no, but I, I, I get it. No, we do have a, a, an eclectic, dynamic group of friends. Like, no one, they're clearly shared interests, but there's but, so and, many different interests. And everyone pockets. brings, yeah, everyone yeah. brings, it's like a, everyone's a, it's like a misfit. Like, 
yeah, everyone yeah. brings something to the table right. that can contribute to this conversation, but just in a different way. And that's why I think yeah. it, those conversations always last so long. Yeah. <laughs> but just just to wrap all this up, because I just went off on like my sort of podcast rant of this is what makes a good conversationalist. Mm-hmm. Well, some some of the things that make a good conversationalist. The art of conversation. And the, yeah, the, the, the art of conversation, the art of staying present, keeping people engaged. And staying truthful to your words. And can I ask you a question real quick? Fuck yeah! Oh, I got how, an answer. How, how how long are your average first dates? How long am I? Ag- how long do they usually last? That's funny. Well, because one, I w- I wish we had the statistics. So does it? Does it? What's it? Does that include going back and having sex with the person? No. Okay, so you just, just talking about like the main, just the, the yeah, main course, just like the main just, course. Yeah. Okay. Um. <laughs> <laughs> you put it that way. I probably like. I don't know what's no. I feel like it's no. You go out to dinner. You go to. I don't have to. I, I tell you what, because I know what you're looking for. It is a lot of talking. It is. Yeah, I know that for. But see, my what, favorite thing to do, man. I know people feel like like dating can be draining for people. Mm. They not me though. Yeah, dating is so it such a fun thing. You meet so many different interesting people, and I've learned so much from all the women I've been on dates with. Like they all bring something new, like a music artist or a comedian or just some knowledge. They all bring something that I wasn't up on before. Mm. But my favorite thing to do on dates is talk to women about other dates they've been on. It's yeah. the, it's my favorite thing to do because actually, dudes are yeah. goofs. Yeah, dudes are they goofs and creeps and weirdos. Yeah, and they don't know how to play the game. Matter of fact, oh my god, I'm so glad I said play the game. You tell me how you feel about this. Mm. Man just hit me up the other day. It's one of my mans from back from the motherland too. He's from uh, Congo. Okay, my people's. Yeah, he's been from the Congo. He went through Uganda for a while. He came over here. He's probably been in the States for like eight years, nine years, something like that. Anyway, mm-hmm. super cool. I fucking love this dude and his whole family. They're like the best people I've ever met in my life. Yeah. They're just all solid. Yeah. I don't even know how you make a family like that. Like, they just <laughs> all good people. I yeah. fucking love them. Yeah. Comes to me, he's like, hey, man, listen, I know I'm going to come to you because I know that you're going to give me an unbiased opinion. One, I love that. Yeah. That people look at me that way. Yeah. So sure. I'm like, all right, sure. Like, shoot, go for it. <laughs> Long story short, he's got a friend. They frequent the same place, big church. This guy spoke to a woman for a little while. They went on like five dates. Okay. Okay. So it's a good amount that's, of dates. That's, yeah, that's a great amount of okay. dates. Okay. Uh. But these people also, you know, they ain't they don't they ain't really living like us. So, nah, that's not even an excuse. The dude didn't touch her all five dates. No hug. Okay. Then five dates. You imagine mm-hmm. how many, how much time has to go by for five dates to happen. Yeah. Whatever you guys making that sort of time. Five dates. He is like, he's kind of head over heels. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. This is not my friend. This is just some guy. Yeah. Right. His friend. Yeah. 
she starts give she starts slowly giving him the slow fade. She slowly starts curving him. Like I'm right. really not interested in you. Now I realize that you're kind of like a simp weirdo. Yeah. You're kind of controlling. Fact. I'm telling you I don't want to be around you anymore. And when we're out in functions with mad people, you be trying to cuff me. Yeah. Like you be around me too much, like in my proximity. Mm-hmm. And we both know that this isn't happening anymore because I'm telling you, I'm not ready for dating and whatever bullshit yeah. people tell you when they don't really want to date you. Right. They say, oh, I'm not ready for I'm not ready for this. I don't want to do that. It just means they don't want you. you. Yeah. That's what that means. For sure. But when you do something a whole lot like, like me in the podcast and communications, this shit just comes easy to me. I yeah. can facilitate this. I can do this. Right. And I've thought about it. With thinking as well. Mm. People think that they think because they have thoughts, but that's not really going through the steps of, of, of the thought process, like really going through it. So people think that they really think about stuff. People don't really critically think about a lot of things. I kind of forgot that my relationships with women since I was young has made me a different dude. Mm-hmm. I understand the game. I've been playing it so long. He hasn't. And this guy hasn't. Yeah. So he's doing all the wrong things. He's saying all the wrong things. Yeah. He's hanging around. So now they're at the functions. He's hanging around. He's on her hip. Mm-hmm. What does that do? It gives the perception that this is still a thing when yeah. both of those people know it's not. Yeah. So now none of these other people are coming and propositioning you. Yeah. So in a way, I'm sort of dirty macking. Like I'm mm-hmm. cock blocking. I'm dirty macking. How do you <laughs> want to slice it up? I'm getting in the way. Yeah. No one likes that. Mm. Right, like you're doing the least cool thing possible. Yeah. yeah. Then you're going back to my friend and saying, "Yeah, they texted me this thing. What do you think it means?" And my friend's like, "I think that they don't want anything to do with you anymore. Like, I think this is over. You should probably stop texting now. Like, you should probably relax." Right. Then this guy runs back to the woman and is like, "Hey." I was talking to so-and-so about that text that you sent me so I could get their interpretation of it. This was his interpretation of it. What do you think? Yeah. And she's like, yeah, he gets it. To your face. Now she has to be blunt because you you don't fucked around. She tried to be a classy lady and let you off and told you five times in more inconspicuous ways. Now you have her telling you, no, he, your friend gets it. Leave me alone. He fumbled. He fumbled. Okay. He fumbled by like the third date. Yeah. Yeah. He fumbled probably before that. He just yeah. didn't know it. Now, what is your No, nah, I'll finish the story first. <laughs> Since they all frequent the same place, mm. the girl now starts to become a little interested in my friend. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it goes like that sometimes. Yeah, just, yeah, yeah, right. It's like the Drake song. It's it's the game. That's just the way. It's just the way it goes. You're yeah. not gonna win. Some you're gonna lose out. Your yeah. homies gonna be around. Sometimes they are gonna take the duck. It just that's just that's the way it, it goes. Works. Yeah, yeah. Right. And a lot of the times, what the guy that loses out forgets to remember is you lost because you lost Mm -hmm. you lost because the person chose someone else right period 
Yeah. It's not because I'm trying to be spiteful and I try to throw dirt on your name so I can make this work for me. Yeah. She likes me more because you're weird. Right. Simple. Simple. So my friend starts tiptoeing in the waters. Mm-hmm. Realize that she's really fucking with him. But he went to his friend because he's a stand-up guy and was like, hey, I want to let you know. She's fucking with me. She's fucking with me. Yeah. And the dude goes off. He don't fuck with it. He does, He's like, what are you talking about? Yeah. Why would you ever? Why yeah. would you think that that's okay? Like, no, yeah. you can't. You knew how I felt. We went on five dates. We were dating. Now that word, dating. Mm. We went on five dates. We're dating. Mm. I don't think you should say, I don't think those two things equal. We went on five dates. You can say that. That is a fact. Yeah. To say we were dating, you might need to throw the word casually in front of it. Yeah. You can't, because when you say dating, you're now you're giving off this other aura, or this other essence, like, like we, we were an like, idol. Like, like we was together. Like if you were to ask her, she would say the same thing. Yeah. She's not going to say not the same thing. She's not saying that. Yeah. It's a tough position to be in. Yeah. But he made his decision. He's kind of rocking with the girl now. It is what it is. Yeah. Like the dude, the dude's up. He, yeah. He's pretty upset about it. Um, And he's questioning my friend's integrity. Why? Because he doesn't know the game. Know the game. And that's, that's the whole yeah. point of all this. Yeah. He doesn't know the game. He yeah. doesn't know how that's supposed to be played. Yeah, no, nah, that's not. Like if So he's living a whole different life. Like he's seeing a, a whole different lens. Like he's looking through a whole different lens than you and I are when it comes to being with a woman. Yeah. So when you know, I'm just you're asking me about, you know, my dates with women and what is like they're great, but I love the stories from women because they're always just about yeah. just weirdo dudes. Like they just make it so easy for us. Yeah, because there's just so many just weird, corny, controlling type. Just yeah, there's been times whack dudes like, out here. Girls are like, I don't want to tell you. Like I don't like uh, I don't want to yeah. tell you stories like that. Don't you think I swear? I'm like, nah. Like I want to know. Yes. Like let me. What, what, like what'd you get into? Like yeah. and like why did this guy think this was okay? Or like why did you even? continue giving this a chance right knowing you saw the signs and also let's flip the script where's your accountability what did you ever do yeah like it can't always just be but the thing is but also when you've been in the game you kind of already know what she really probably did yeah 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 yeah, yeah, it's very true yeah it's very true because i like to listen to the things that people don't say yeah that usually shows you more yeah the things that yeah because i'll be listening to people's stories real hard and I can tell when there are pieces missing from yeah. the story. And I'm just like, yeah. Because usually in their head, because in their heads, they probably are like, all right, I'm going to tell the story this way. But when it comes to you actually communicating it out loud, right? it's like, okay, this actually kind of sounds a pretty stupid. Yeah, yeah, and exactly. You know oh, shit, I'm it. actually, I'm about to come off as the bad guy in yeah, this story. Now yeah. I got to find a way to switch it <laughs> right, up. Right, yeah. right. Yeah, yeah. So, um, now that's funny, but I, yeah, that guy, he's just going to have to get hip to the game. The friend. Yeah, and especially if it's his man's, like, I don't care if you're in the game or not. If it's your man's at the end of the day, like, shit, if I, like if it doesn't work out for me, right? like, if she's a great girl, man, I, I hope it works out for you because you're my boy and I love you. Yo, you know what that's I mean? like, what I'm like, on. Like, want, I want you to, I want it to work for you. Right. So I'm going to be there supporting. And for, I'm not even hating on her. I yeah. want the best for her too. Yeah. I'm not clearly yeah. not nearly as tight yeah. with her as I am my man. But like, I want the best for everybody. At the end of the like, day, they were casually dating. Yeah. At and, the end of the day. Yeah. And so he he's just 
he was simping and he kind of felt some sort of you know entitlement yeah um but you, but you asked me about the the duration of my days because you think I'm, i just I'm, looked I'm, up i'm just i'm like putting up pods I, and i'm just talking i for just two looked hours. up the, the average time the average time for a first day is two and a half hours hmm hmm um which is the, I'm actually, right but also there's a caveat which is the most done day is dinner and a movie yeah so, so that makes sense. That, that, that takes that, up. That takes a whole lot of time. And yeah. I and I understand that too, why that's so cliche. Which by the way, a movie is such a terrible first date idea. Okay. What do you, all right, what's go ahead. Drop give us some game. No, man, I just think like I've I've like, what are you looking like what elements of a date are you looking to incorporate? Because the first date is still that feeling out process, right? Okay. For the most part, unless you already kind of know this person. Okay. But if you don't know this person and you text it a couple facetimes whatever it is and then like you guys go on a first date i'm there to get to know you more face to face body language conversation mm. uh take all those things into consideration so a movie is not gonna allow me to do that right so either you know we shit go hiking mm-hmm. i don't know yeah, yeah, yeah somewhere where i can go have a conversation with you and we might have to take a second off of this uh, dating for a second, but no, we're, we're going to come back to it. So what is you coming on the hike with us on Monday contingent upon? Like, what are you waiting on? <laughs> just just like what your body feels like, <laughs> like if you feel up to it, because <laughs> are you scared because of what happened on the last one? And that last one was crazy. It was I, I looked I, at it. It was, I uh, believe. About ten miles. So this one's a little bit less. I think it's like I think it was like ten miles, and it was three thousand thirty one hundred feet of elevation gain yeah. the entire time. You remember walking up that, yeah. that no, hill I, where it looked like it was never gonna was, stop ascending. Yeah, and you guys were just crushing that hill, bro. We took so many people out on hikes that summer, and are <laughs> still doing it. Duty and I get a kick. Out of seeing how it attacks people's bodies. Yeah. Because <laughs> it hits people differently. Yeah. It feels good, though. Like, Bro, after. I bet it does, Mo, because this is what I was getting to. I bet it does feel good afterwards. <laughs> you are the first person that has gone out on a hike with us. We got back in the car. <laughs> Duty turned the keys in the ignition. <laughs> he put the car in reverse. <laughs> drive and we exited the parking lot and by that time you were sleeping and I've never seen anyone go to sleep like that like I'll- sit down and like you sat down it was just like, like it was all one motion and you it's just like, like a light switch for me I can sleep at any anywhere anytime oh, okay so like, that wasn't just okay so that yeah. wasn't specific to that no it day. wasn't like, that you day. can just do that I can just yeah okay I can sleep I, okay. I have no issue that was hilarious because we all got in the car and I was telling duty earlier today. I was like, yeah, we all got in the car. And like, I just remember like not hearing nothing from him. Like he didn't, he didn't say nothing. He wasn't trying to recap the hike or nothing. He didn't say like, a nah, word. I and then I looked back and he was just, <laughs> just like, just knocked out. I was like, damn. Well, I also remember waking up and then duty was arguing about pizza or something. <laughs> You know, duty is like, the funniest. y'all make up your mind. I'm going back to Manassas. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, well, shit. It was the funniest thing because uh, I think the, the pizza debacle was duty don't fuck with cheese pizza. <laughs> Duty's like, y'all niggas are going to cheese pizza? Like, what do you, like, for what, like, why would anyone purchase 
a cheese pizza. Yeah. Like there are no toppings. We're like, well, the topping is is cheese. <laughs> He's yeah. just like, I'm not paying. Yeah. If y'all are getting the if y'all are getting the cheese pizza, just deduct that from what <laughs> money I'm putting in. I'm not paying. I'm not ever in my life putting money towards a cheese pizza. That's ridiculous <laughs> to me. So that was the pizza debacle yeah, yeah, yeah. in the car. But I was just trying to get home. I the, didn't care. Yeah, no, I what. think I just got home and I ate whatever was at home. All right, so you're just trying to figure out what you feel like. This so far, it's me, RJ's rocking, Duty's rocking. So no, uh, I have, I have both a f- of both of Mikey's sisters rocking. Yeah. Um, uh, Austin's on ice. You're mm-hmm. on ice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So no, unfortunately, I think I might have some work to do. Oh, That's okay. why. Okay, yeah. busy so, man. What? So I started this job a few months ago, and um, you know. First few months, you want to have a good impression. A good impression, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So there's some stuff that I want to. It's Labor Day, but yeah, I want to get it done. So that's oh. the thing. So working on Labor Day. Yeah, man. Okay. Ironic. Um, the dates. I understand the movie and the movie and the. So the thing is this: you want to be able to understand what it's like when you're the focal point, when you and the person you're on a day with are are the focal point of the of the night. Mm. How can we interact with one of another, one another if we're just sitting, there's a table in between us and we're just looking at each other? A lot of times it breaks down for them. And then again, I've, I've talked to mad women about this. Yeah. Conversations breaks down. People don't know where to go, what to talk about. People start pulling up phones and just scrolling through Twitter and Instagram, which is mad cringe. That's weird to me. Yeah. I've, I've never had that happen on a date, but it happens to people. You have to be able to figure out how you guys can entertain each other. Mm-hmm. How are we going to converse? What yeah. does that look like? Do we have rhythm? Mm-hmm. Do we have any sort of chemistry? The movie part of it is how do we how do we occupy the same space when we're not the focal point? And that's important and people don't ever think about yeah. that. You ever be hanging out with a chick and... You're just trying to watch a, a movie or something like that, and she's maybe fucking annoying you. Yeah. Maybe she's asking too many questions about what's going on. And you're <laughs> like, well, if you just just pay attention, we'll, let, listen, let's just talk afterwards. Just like write it down. Like we'll just talk about it afterwards. <laughs> or they want. I've, I've seen this. I haven't really dealt with too much of this, but I've seen this. They want like cuddle me, like yeah, touch me, like let me put my legs up here, like let me do this yeah. and. You don't want to do that. Yeah. There, there is, there is a, a space where two people have to understand how they're going to occupy it together when it's not necessarily about you two. We're enjoying something else. We're at a concert. We're watching a movie. We're doing something that is outside of us mm. trying to interact and converse. How do we occupy that same space together? Can we be around each other? And just be cool. Or am I taking you out somewhere and you just every every step I take everywhere I go, you got to be right there with me because yeah. that's telling. Yeah. That's just like, oh, boy, I was just talk, talking about in the story. Yeah. So like these are these are small things. Maybe people aren't really thinking about it on the level that I am. Maybe that's a little bit too analytical. But that is a function of dinner and yeah, a movie. But but what does the movie do? I mean, that's not, like what do you get after that movie? Right. So let's say it you, could it could uh, spawn conversation. I mean, I guess, but I just feel like it's. But again, there's also touch barrier. Like, okay, now we're in the movies. Are we are we gonna break the touch barrier? Because because we're in, we're in, a, in a movie situation. 
Is it going to be like a hand over a hand or an arm over an arm? Most likely. Well, okay. Well, like, how does that go? All these things, like, people kind of care about, and you're not getting that off as you're having dinner with someone. Yeah. I mean, I I guess some work. I I guess I see what you're saying. For me, I'm not. I'm not about it. Yeah. I try to find way more creative, thoughtful things. We could do do a movies just maybe the third, fourth time around. Okay. Like, yo, let's go watch a movie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. At that point, because I, you know, I already like we fuck with each other. Yeah. We can just go. But I just like I don't want to sit on my first date. In a in a movie theater. Okay. Yeah. No. Okay. I, I get that. Yeah. But you asked me. Okay. So the duration. I. What what is going on? What is going on on a date with Mo? Not not necessarily even the activity, mm. but in conversation. What do you? Is there anything you feel like you have to cover? Something you have to ask? Any go to? Anything like that at all that you want to know? I like to know how her relationship is with her family. Oh, that tells me that usually tells me a lot. That tells me a lot. Mm, um, interesting. And okay, really, her career. <laughs> you know. Okay, now go what, ahead. Talk your shit. That. Tell me why. And then usually why her last relationship ended. Okay, those usually are my three. Like, what are you looking for? Because we could probably ponder easily fathom what it is you're looking for as far as the family ties go yeah like is it just destructive is it just chaos over there are you like were you getting beat the whole time growing up <laughs> and like you fucking hate your family yeah. like like what's going on over there do you have a good relationship with your father yeah. your mother how do you treat mm-hmm. your siblings whatever case? like i i get that yeah especially the siblings part okay especially in the siblings mm. But what are you looking for in the career department? If you're asking a woman about a career, what are you asking her? It just it shows me a sense of discipline. Um, it shows okay. me what she's she's striving to okay. do and okay. what she gets up and, and looks for to or looks to accomplish on a daily basis. Right. Um. Because it's like I'm someone that's very passionate about my career and what I want to accomplish out of life. Waking like, up in the morning thinking right. about how you can Yeah, and, and, I, and like I have I have my goals. So obviously this person that I'm on a date with, I'm looking for that person to be uh, for us to be in conjunction. Right. right. Like yeah, yeah, for yeah. us to be gotta be cooperative. Yeah, like yes. not necessarily we have to be working towards the same goals. Right. But we both have our, our own goals that we want to work towards. Mm-hmm. And if I feel like if you don't have someone that's com- comparable in mm-hmm. that sense, mm-hmm. there's there's gonna be a hiccup along the road, and it's just not gonna work. Okay. So to me, it's like, okay, like, what are you what are you looking for, like, in your career? Okay. And it doesn't have to be like, I'm not saying you got to be be trying to become a CEO somewhere, right? But like, what are you trying to do? Yeah. Who, like, yeah. who are you? It tells me a lot about. Like, do you. you have a vision? Yeah. For like, what yourself? do you like? Yeah. What is it? What is it that you're that you're looking to accomplish? Okay. So, um. That's important. All right. Because, okay. So, so you're not necessarily looking for a dollar amount. Not, not, no, no, no. Okay. You're I'm just not trying to see if they're passionate about yeah, something and it's they not got about, moves. Yeah. It's not about the dollar for me. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Even though, I mean, that's a whole other can of worms. I but, just had to, I just had to clear that up because yeah. if you just say career on its own, people are like, oh, he's trying to make sure that she's getting to the bag, nah. like he's getting to the bag. No, 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 no. Okay. Yeah. And and then the last thing you said was why her last relationship ended. Yeah. Right. Because yeah. like you said, the things that she does say, especially the things she doesn't say, is going to give you a decent yeah. understanding of what yeah. really took place. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's good. No, I, I I think dating is has always been super fun for me. Met a bunch of super cool people. 
Um, been in, in some not cool instances. But yeah, like what do you, what it, do you, it's also like where you're meeting people too. Cause now I'm just thinking about future again, just shitting on women. I'm thinking like, <laughs> like what like what women but again, it's not even him, it's his hurt that's probably fucking everything up. But where are you meeting your women that you feel like they're all money hungry? Instagram. Or yeah. He's getting the same type of girl off Instagram every time. <laughs> so they're all they're all I don't say all. That's generalizing, but right. But most of them are in it. For, yeah, that's that's the like you know, you, that's we know what, what you, they're that's what, what you're trying to. Yeah, yeah, that's what the intentions are. Yeah. yeah. So to him, and it's, it's the same thing, pretty much. I'm gonna buy her a bag, and then you know, and get her up on out of it. Yeah. Get her out the way. Yeah. That's that's just that's just the life I have. <laughs> I got zero interest. And it, I would have man. I would have loved future when I was younger. If Future was out when, like, if he was really doing his thing when I was, when I was uh, 20, 2021, 20, yeah, I probably would have been bumping that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I still, I still bump Future. I can't even act like that. Though. Yeah, no, I know. No, we know. <laughs> we know by what you said when you was just like, but I feel him though. Like, I feel, he be saying some real shit, man. Yeah. Like, uh. he, well, where we at? Oh, fuck. Seriously? How many? No way! Where we're, we at? We're, we're at we're at two hours in nineteen minutes. Yeah, we gotta cut this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah, I got work in the morning. Yeah, <laughs> yeah listen, I gave y'all a pod. pod. Oh, you still getting up at four a.m.? Yeah, yeah, bro. So that's what I'm doing, but yeah. that's okay because I'm gonna get some good sleep after that, and then get ready for the hike on yeah. Monday. So I'm good on that. But last thing, yeah. What are your last words for the people? <sighs> Um, just man, I for the people. <laughs> yeah, man, it could be a summation of, it, you know, what you feel like people need to be looking out for when it comes to dating. It could be just about being truthful. It could be a summation of music and what that what that is, and to engage on it on your own terms and no one else's. It could be it could be about anything that we spoke. Now, just I, or I, just or none none of this shit at all. It could just yeah, be anything. I just what would you like to for leave the people? The people I guess with? I would say to take you know take take it one day at a time, and that's the, that's the mm. simplest way I could put it. That's Don't what, get too far ahead of yourself. Yeah, take it one day at a time. Appreciate what you have in front of you, and appreciate the people around you, and you know keep those things at the forefront on a daily basis. Mm. And you'll appreciate the small things in life a lot more and uh, ultimately find yourself a pre- or getting to the bigger things that you've always wanted to accomplish in a much uh, clearer thought process yeah. along the way. Yeah, I agree. I agree with that. Um, I think for me, <clears throat> for any this 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 really needs to ring off because I don't think I've said this on before. You're dating someone or you're in the mix with someone, whatever it is your relationship is with that other person that you be around. For whoever is the more jealous person or whoever is the person that's usually bringing up the, oh, why is someone so talking to you this way? Or I think someone so is trying to fuck you. Why did all that sort of conversation? For the person that is getting that admiration from other people. Mm -hmm. Understand that those people don't actually know you. 
Mm, okay. Yeah, I like that. I started taking that with a grain of salt when people start throwing admiration your way mm. and, and, you know, girl be like, yo, like, you really be around so-and-so like this? Like, you know that they like you. You know that they... And, I'm, and so what? Yeah. They don't know me. Yeah. They don't like me. Yeah. They like an idea of me. Idea, yeah. So when you with someone, this is my real last words. When you with someone, because you're saying stick around the people that you around. Yeah. Because, yeah, some other people could be around, but they not. Right. The people you with is the people you with. Right. You got to you gotta give appreciation mm-hmm. and respect for that. So if you with someone, know that that person knows you. Facts. And they fuck with you still. Yeah. You got to salute that. That's why you fuck with that person. 100%. Because every now and again, you get start getting out of your mind and you start looking at the, at the fat booties and the gym <laughs> and the, and they be out. Yeah. Now they be there. Man, but, they be out. Yeah. And you thinking, man, like, what would it be like? Yeah. Like, I, I might be able to finesse yeah. this. Yeah. But the whole thing is, that person does not know you. Mm-hmm. They fuck with an idea of you. Yeah, yeah. The person you with fuck with fuck you. With you. Yeah, and that's what. And you, so you gotta you gotta come back home. That's not something that you want to lose. It's really not. Yeah, it's really not. Yeah. So you want to everybody come back home. Yeah. <laughs> come Say, back home. Yeah. Stop rolling them dice. <laughs> stop. Stop. It's not worth it. All right, that's that's what we got. Thank you for coming on. Yes, Thank sir, you man, for coming I appreciate on today. you this, having me on. Yeah, this, no, nah, this was awesome. This was a, this was a good talk. Two hours and twenty minutes. This is wild. This might be my longest one. For real? Yeah, this might be. I seen y'all hit the two hour mark. No, nah, for sure. But I don't think we hit twenty minutes after. <laughs> I don't think so. But anyway, all right. Peace, everybody. Peace. Hey.